Welcome to another Those Conspiracy Guys. This time, we're clearing out the fridge of mystery and having a look inside to see the spooky heads of murder, where we talk about, uh, I guess, the Milwaukee cannibal, the Milwaukee massacrist, the man that you probably would know as, oh, that good-looking lad off the internet. He didn't kill lo- lo- loads of people, did he? He did, and his name is Jeffrey Dahmer. He was, a, he was a murderer of almost exclusively gay men, and he chopped them up in bits and ate them. Imagine. Uh, and joining me in the hot seats... Today, we have a double act Ooh, for this true crime episode. Saucy. We have Marcus O'Leary and Taz Keller from In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, your premier super small bite-size uh, podcast info dump. Uh, did you can find on uh, any of those uh, podcast any, any apps? Wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks it's for having us in the mystery exciting. fridge. It's been so long. Yeah, we've, we've already been at the mystery fridge. Yeah. Uh, those sandwiches, they're not beef. Oh, really? Let's just say. Just... Man spam. Man spam. Man spam. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a different thing. Do you know what? Uh, I, I made it a joke in my family WhatsApp group the other day. So it went so underappreciated. I was like, listen, I uh, I have a virus. If you get a computer or if you get if you get a computer, if you get, if you get an email from Mom, me Dad, if and you the ever attachment get a computer. says canned meat, don't open it. It's spam. And literally. Oh, it's so no, bad. It's, it's a terrible it's joke. But like my uncle messaged me back and he's like, okay, we'll watch out for emails. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> what, age, what age is your uncle? Oh, t- too old. Too, see, too old. <laughs> if he was in that 40 to 60 range, that they're prime dad prime, jokes. Prime, prime dad prime jokes. Prime dad, dad jokes. But they so, have to understand the internet enough to appreciate that one. I, I think, yeah. yeah. They need mm. to spend more time on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody does. Yeah. yeah. And Marcus definitely does not need to spend more time yeah. on Reddit. <laughs> are you I think Reddit? he's the only person in the world who could actually do with spending a little bit less time on Reddit. Are you, are you a Redditor? I'm a Redditor. Nice. Hardcore. Yeah. Same seven years, I think. Now, it's where, yeah, it's where yeah. I get it's where I get all my um, all my all my jokes. Yeah, well, I was going to say all my uh, weird uh, r slash enough internet is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. We uh, you see shit inside out get, and blown yeah. up shit, and mm. we sometimes get questions for our podcast. So, lovely listeners, this uh, our podcast is a bite sized informative podcast that's aimed to listen to in the shower, but really you can listen to it anywhere at all. Um, and we answer the mystery questions of the world. So, listeners send in questions like. Oh, we've had 60 plus at this yeah, point. Right, like right, how 70. to wipe your bum properly. How was, do, I don't want to spoil your episode, but how do you wipe your so bum properly? We were talking about this before the show. So we, we are. This is ter- horrifying, horrifying. So basically the, we, um, we are boyfriend and girlfriend. We didn't have a conversation. This was an unscripted episode. I love that love he it. said uh, boyfriend, girlfriend instead of a couple. We, we are, are boyfriend We and are girlfriend. boyfriend, girlfriend, and we human are relationship. Ireland in the next Eurovision. Boyfriend <laughs> yeah. and girlfriend. But sometimes you have to delineate. So sometimes we like are we're a Korean couple. pop act, boyfriend, really? girlfriend. A couple of what? So you, you, were, yeah, so you were having an unscripted chat about bum wiping. One of the things about wiping your ass is like everyone thinks they do it the right way. I, I, do you know what? I think people don't talk about it enough. Yeah. About that kind of thing. Mm. So you kinda, don't know if you're doing it wrong. Mm, yeah. That's exactly it. Well, I, you guys are doing it we're, we're wrong. Doing, I'm not doing it wrong. I'm not doing it wrong. I'm I'm a I'm a forward clamper, forward, forward thinker. For, yeah. I would say a forward thinker, a forward Pioneer. wiper. Yeah. So yeah. like you're not leaning, you're not break, you're not you're ruining not put, the integrity okay, on your geez. lumbar spine. Honest, honestly, guys, think of the other bits of your body down there in your sexy underpants. If you wipe from front to back, you're just getting it away from that area onto a piece of paper and in the I, loo. You I'm, are listen, you are opening up the possibility of getting. 
Are you saying that we might get shit in our balls? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. But anyway, we've my <laughs> balls are really far away from my arsehole. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I my, think like, uh, I've got for a, yard, a lady, yard long taint. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Mine is at least like four fingers wide. It's fucking, you can so, land, so land, land a bit of, you have, yeah. you have a, a little you bit could, of distance you, to like flick. Yeah, you flick. could build, you could build like a, an Ikea shed to keep extra garden furniture in on my tent. Like <laughs> Beautiful. But like that's wow. one, that's one. So that's ladies one. have theirs thing very, very close. Yeah. So you have to wipe from front to back. But I would say to you in, in, you know, in contradiction to that, would you not be afraid of getting like shit up your back? <laughs> I mean, if they get or, shit on my balls, no one's going to see from it. A, a, from a very, very... Imagine having shit in your back. That'd be terrible. You'd, yeah. look, you'd look like a badger in reverse. Do you know sometimes babies shit that themselves? That tattoo is... And disco- like, oh. oh. Tramps, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, babies, when babies shit themselves, sometimes it like goes right off their back. That's why you have the, yeah. the thing on the side of the baby girl at the shoulder, so you can just like remove them the other way. Yeah. yeah. We all know about this poop stuff. So for that type of fun, you've done... what? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? Yeah. Where do baby pigeons come from? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, why do we cross our fingers for good luck? Do periods actually sync up? Oh yeah, we've told. Why do most black cats have a white spot? That's an interesting uh-huh. one. Um, why? What makes food spicy? Like basically, we we get questions from all around the world, and we answer them in the time it takes you to have a share. So about fifteen minutes. Love it. It's a fucking mm. great premise, man. Mm, it's like if you will be a more interesting dinner party guest if you listen to all those episodes. <laughs> I know so Functional. many things. I love yeah. it. I say my internet history is about as weird as yours, to be honest. We uh, oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> 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 uh, we had somebody yeah, the other day saying they got extra credit in their college degree. Uh, because, Wonderful. Yeah. From See, our, the, like, look so, at us. Fucking so basically, people. we're. You know so we're There's we're, a pat on the back for you. Like charity. We're social entrepreneurs. We are fucking, do you know what? Gandhi and Mother Teresa right here. A lot. Boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Uh, apparently though, Mother Teresa was a cunt. Apparently she was a bitch, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't say that. Actually, do you know what? No, she no, actually like, was. Legitimately like, was. Legitimately she was yeah, a an bad awful person. Like, yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to do an episode on her on this. Why? Great marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant oh. PR. Yeah. But she was a, like a like a fucking actively a very very and then why is she known sorry I don't want to spoil a future episode well I mean it kind because of fit, she it, kind of helped people but she also was a terrible cruel mm. bitch yeah That's like I, I also heard that Ellen DeGeneres is not a nice person I mean I don't I've I never maybe, say, maybe there's an episode on that I well, couldn't you know, say I've, yes or no but I've seen her be a bit catty to people I've also show. never seen Mother Teresa and Ellen DeGeneres in the same room together <laughs> there you so go there listen you go. Mother Teresa fucking went off the scene fairly soon when she Died in yeah. inverted commas, and Alan DeGeneres blew up fairly soon afterwards. So. Mother Teresa, because she wore blue. Uh, uh, Mother uh. Teresa used Princess Diana's uh, questionable death to just slink away into the background. They died on the same day. Really? And yeah. what age is Mother Teresa? A lot older than Princess Diana. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so she's in her late seventies, early eight. She was wrinkly, like um, she she had kind of she was rocking an apple the look. Left in the back. She was rocking the look. Yeah. yeah. So you guys also, you, you're not just podcasters from. Uh, in the shower with Taz and Marcus. No, uh, you you are a, a podcast princess. Oh, a podcast princess. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I host and produce a whole range of podcasts. And and would it be a, a thing that we could say to people if you needed some kind of uh, obviously not a gratis help? This is like professional. Because I, I get a lot of shit. I get a lot of emails from people going like, how, you know, how do you do your stuff? What do you do? I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And if I had the time, I'd love to answer everything because mm. I love talking about that shit. I love, you know, t- looking into new technologies. I'm trying to advance this t- all the time. You know, we're streaming this live now on YouTube and stuff. Uh, and it's all adding on, adding on to try and make it as professional as possible. As I sit here in this 
10 foot by 9 foot room <laughs> usually in my we're journals. all naked by the way yeah under That's the table okay. with like a, yes. a news report so it's you know if people wanted to reach out 100% the best place to get me probably just be on my Instagram sure Taz Kelleher K-E-L-L E-H-E-R and I'll put all the links in, in the description great yeah. stuff Um, yeah I'm teaching a few classes in DIT which is mm. college here in Dublin so yeah I'm, I'm well up for any answering any questions if anybody has any interest Brilliant. Hit me up. Because a lot of people ask about like equipment. It's real simple stuff like equipment. Where do you host it? How do you get it up online? Yeah. Like what do you think it should be on? Yeah. And I've had like little, you know, video, uh, video chats with people where they come on and people have fucking great ideas, man. And they just can't figure just yeah. get over yeah. the little yeah. thing. They can't actually get over that little bump. The yeah. little bump. And as soon as they just, huh, just mm. the crown, it's crowning mm-hmm. and you just need to just separate and just do a little, a little, a little creative episiotomy Absolutely. and just let the shoulders of that baby's idea just pop out of your the mind. Pisiotomy is a great word. Right. What, what is, the pisiotomy? That's going to be my when word you, of the week. Back on the cut, topic of taints. You cut your vagina and your arsehole into a vaginus to allow the baby to come out a little bit more. Oh, You're going to be making Jesus that face a lot on this show. Christ. This, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, lads. Is that actually a thing? <laughs> yeah, if yeah. the baby's not coming out right, they're just oh going on the scope. Oh my God, it it's, comes it's, out of your vagina and your arsehole. Yeah, what a little shit out A little vaginus. Oh my God, that's terrible. And then you have to sew you back up. The, then, oh that's, my that's God. much more desirable than like at least then it's in a it's in a controlled condition and you know you're you're stitched well, up. So most of the time it tears on its yeah. own. Yeah, it just bursts. How, so. how thick is that? How thick is the lining? Well, we're going back to arse, arse wiping now. How far away is your taint from your yeah from your bum hole? And is it just skin or do we know? It, it, it's just it's probably there's a little bit of your distal colon. Yeah, there's yeah there's a small part of the uh, the outer lip of the colon. In, on the inside of it, the outer just, lip. Yeah, they just <laughs> cut the they just cut oh, the yes, hard skinny part on the outside. Not ideal, is if you, it? Listen, it's if you think great. this is bad, wait until you hear about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're just priming you. Oh god, he yeah. was definitely born that way. He definitely came out the arsehole. <laughs> That's maybe why. And do you know what? Him. If he had just came in the arsehole, it would have been. <laughs> this is it. So before we get into Jeff, yeah. uh, uh, Marcus, you're you're a, as I like to say, a Renaissance man. The first person who ever called me that was I, yourself I've, about seven dude, years ago. I've known you for, I think, nearly 10 years. The, the guts of, yeah. And you've done everything and just been effortlessly successful at all of it. I wouldn't go that far. But well, I, I, I it looks busy. effortless and that's the most important part, even if you're working <laughs> real hard. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you've been uh, a comedian, an actor, a musician, uh, it, it, both improv and written. Uh, you're now a very successful DJ. You're a, a very successful chef. Uh, been been on TV for multiple disciplines yeah, of entertainment, but you know, it's like I, I kind of put class myself as a professional millennial dickhead in the in the way that like Renaissance man during the Renaissance was was an incredible thing because the original like, oh, he's he's an artist and he is patroned by the, the the ruling families of Verona. Whereas like I don't want to get a real job, so I just kind of have to keep working at these like fake jobs. Yeah, until. Until I can pay my rent. Modern day hustler, like, man. Wait yeah. a minute, so- those are fake jobs. <laughs> but it is, you know what? It's like, it's the type of thing that like, I, I, I talk to, going back to my aunts and uncles, like every Christmas, they're like, so Marcus, what do you do? And I'm like, I just like put up an Instagram post about um, just cheddar and someone pays me money. And they're like- It's, inf- it's unfathomable to them. No, it's like literally um, every single year, like like clockwork, one of my uncles is asking me when I'm going back to college, when I am starting to think of a serious career. When, when are you going like to do a mainstream life? When are, you, when are you going to do a mainstream life? And I'm like, do you know what? The, like, honestly, every time that get, gets asked, I'm like, <laughs> less and less. Yeah. Less and less. Do you get asked that too? Do you find it hard to describe think, the podcasting thing? Yeah, my folks at home 
they get it. And I've been on like, you know, national TV now only recently mm-hmm. and, yeah. and some national radio stuff. And I've been doing radio stuff already. Yeah. So at least they can kind of anchor it in like, right, it's a radio show on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, the volume, the amount of downloads, how the money comes in, yeah. why it comes yeah, in. Yeah, like absolutely. How all that's, and they just give you money. I'm they just, just saying, give it to you. I'll occasionally get calls from my dad and he'll say, so Tess, are you making money from that podcast it. thing? It's like, I have to, I haven't doing that for a couple of years. He just yeah. can't understand yeah. how I'm, he's like, where, but it's, so where is the money coming it's from? It's coming from an older generation. And these are the people who are the ones that are holding on desperately to this property and causing these, you know, houses, ah, yeah. tobaccos and all this stuff. It's, it's permanent and pensionable. Yeah. This is the mentality and you have Actually, to Actually, that's a very good way of putting it. Do you know what? Like, yeah. what happens if, no, what happens if you broke your leg and you wouldn't be able to do your DJing? And you're like, yeah, yeah, just, I'd, I'd be able to get like six weeks of broken leg Instagram posts yeah. and get it sponsored by get fucking sponsored Valderall by a cast Gel company. company. Like yeah. A lovely yeah. cast company. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Mm. We get sent to Paris for the plaster of Paris. For the plaster of Paris. There you go. You know what I mean? <sighs> would you, if you broke your arm, would you get a white cast or a color cast? Uh, I don't think I think I don't think you're supposed to use the word coloured anymore, Taz. It's not <laughs> okay. Really, I well, I get I'd probably get a red one, mm. and then I'd cover it in all like occult symbols, just to have people asking questions. Oh, what about you, Marcus? I would probably get a white cast and then a sticker bomb it. Or really, I think yeah. I'd, I think I'd also do red. I'd like red. yellow, but that would look a bit. I wonder if red is the colour of my soul right now. Really? Like, it's also the colour of my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's that's more of a raspberry. Yeah, oh. thought we said we weren't a raspberry corduroy. Um, yeah, I used <laughs> they wore, she wore a raspberry corduroy trousers. <laughs> raspberry trousers. My accent went um, back again. There. Can't you find in a Marks and Spencers? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I used to I'll say that blue is my favorite color, and about five years ago, it just changed to red, and I was like, <gasps> "That's a, do you know what? That's an incredibly fundamentally deep shift." Yeah. It's probably around the time he got angry. <laughs> no, I think like it's blue is very placid and yeah, okay and nice and calm. Take, stop taking shit. Yeah, just saying, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit, I'm man. Right now, I've, I've gone from pact- passive to active. Give yeah. me the red. I'm gone from either, them, the, either gone that from them crips and blood, son. Slapman. <laughs> either that or legitimately, you uh, just sparked off a love for uh, for neo communism. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think that's more likely. You read, you hate. read, uh, you read some marks, <laughs> marks and Engels, and I'm like, marks I'm all red now. Like, oh man, I, I, I am down for <laughs> for the populat. I'm go- I'm heading to the party, <laughs> the communist party. Um, so yeah, if you if anyone wants to find the lads online, uh, at Marcus, Marcus, Marcus the, the DJ. Now, at right? Marcus the DJ it was Marcus comedy for years, but now I have actually I've left the comedy scene behind. Lord um, mercy. Yeah, it's I, I. You know, pouring out a drop for all the fallen jokes. That's okay, but um, been there. Yeah, so it's Marcus the DJ. Marcus Very easy DJ. to find. And but we did also you have to pay anyone to get that. Surely no, because you know what? No, the only reason that I have Marcus the DJ is because some other fucker took Marcus Olera. There's another. No, that's the thing. There isn't. I looked up Facebook. I looked up everything. Somebody He's speculating. On somebody. Your success, man. Just, I think you accidentally. No, I didn't. Because I did a whole thing where I, I typed in the name and it's like for, forgot your email, and it didn't send it to me. Oh, Motherfucker. Yeah, and do you know what's funny? As soon as I gave up Marcus Comedy, within I'd say ten minutes, somebody had taken really? it, and it's a because you're going to get lots of people. But it's a like it's a guy who is from Ireland, like who follows uh. me. That's what I mean. He's going to go and try and take up a lot of but oh my re- God, people your are old audience. I'm actually yeah. really, really interested to see if like brands are going to tag him. Well, oh, yeah, you should. You should. There's a there's a migration tool you can get for Instagram to change that over to a an email. So you could have made like Marcus at gmail.com and taken over that thing from Facebook. 
Yeah, oh, I, I, got, I actually got offers from a guy who works in Facebook. He was like, if you want that, it's an inactive account. We can yeah, probably yeah. sort it out. But you know what? Marcus the DJ works. If you're listening to this, if you're watching, follow Marcus the DJ. Follow at In The Share Pod as well. It's going to be, it's gonna be uh, un- un- uh, undeniably successful. That's, what, that's the thing. Anyone's trying to be like making fake fucking YouTube accounts we had at the start. We have mm. lads on Facebook making fake those conspiracy guys pages. I'm like, oh. just be undeniably successful. Yeah. Let the fucking copycats take What is it, it Patrick Stewart said? Be so good that they can't ignore you. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, so, Mark, at Marcus the DJ on Instagram, if you want to yep. get Marcus, at Taz Kelleher, K-E-L-L. E-H-E-R. I, I and I'm, I'm right. the only one, Saz yeah. Marcus. I'm at In The Shower Pod. In The Shower uh, Pod. As well, on everything, uh, Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Or uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff, if you want to yeah. get And do listen to the podcast. Have a listen. That's the most important I'm going to put the links for everything in the description below and if you want to get in touch with us I'm sure we're going to leave some stuff out of this one if you're a Dammer fan I know there's fucking hardcore motherfuckers out there that really love Dammer uh, if we get it wrong which we probably will or leave something out if you want to have it included uh, in in uh, videos later on or in social posts or stuff on the website hit me up info at thoseconspiracyguys.com we're on all the social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram Reddit, Vero Snapchat fucking Mix uh, uh, anything that has a social media I probably have an account on it Hit me up. Uh, Facebook and Twitter are on rocky ground at the moment. They're kind of throwing people off, so I don't know how long I'm going to be there. To be honest, might not happen. We are also on Minds.com and we're on Gab.com. Minds is like a, a, a kind of a MySpace slash Facebook blog roll type website. And uh, I'll be putting up all the stuff over there. And Gab is a mix of Twitter and Reddit together, functionally. And uh, it's not just a place for, you know, alt-right white supremacists. It's uh, a place where you can say some stuff and not have the Twitter content police fucking spank your arse red raw so uh with all of that stuff happening probably better off to get an account with mines or with gab uh we're on there and come and find us we also have a discord uh, server where the fans of the show can come and hang out and swap you know battle stories swap conspiracy theories you know swap uh videos documentaries and uh each episode has its own channel so you can go in there and he's like i found this thing about you know the vatican blah 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 and there's always people there ready to talk about conspiracies all hours of the day or night you can talk in text chat uh, or in uh, video or audio chat if you're uh, hanging around and you want some conspiracy fun. We also have a YouTube channel, but also a YouTuber acting the cunt and uh, chopping people off for saying <laughs> some stuff that they don't like because they're mildly cunts. Uh, so anything that's on YouTube is there because it's allowed to be there. Anything that's not allowed to be on YouTube, we have it on our BitChute channel, bitchute.com slash those conspiracy guys. And uh, like all the documentaries, all the stuff they mentioned as sources, or we watch this documentary for this, all of that stuff is there on BitChute. How long it's going to last, I don't know. The internet is a weird place at the moment. Uh, we also want to thank the lovely people at Patreon for keeping the lights on and keeping the, the mugs over here full of tea. Uh, Patreon is the backbone of the show. We couldn't do it without you. It's my full-time job, and I love each and every one of you for throwing it out there. Patreon.com slash Conspiracy Guys is the page, and you get exclusive content. You get uh, early access to the episodes. You get early access to the video content. You get behind-the-scenes vlogs. You get uh, access to a private Instagram uh, and loads of other stuff. There's a, a private RSS feed you get, and you can add it into your uh, podcast app and get, you know, outtakes and behind-the-scenes bits and stuff that the, the normies don't get. All the links for all that stuff is in the description below. And uh, we are streaming this live on YouTube. So if you want to pause this and go and see our lovely faces, uh, we are on YouTube right now streaming exclusively live to the people at Patreon. So if you want to see any of the future episodes, uh, you want to watch them live on YouTube or on Twitch, you can uh, go to Patreon and get those or watch it on YouTube right now. So, lads, let's get into Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's dive in. What did you know about Jeffrey Dahmer before 
we started researching for the show. I know there hasn't been a, a vast amount of research. I've loads of stuff ready to go. What did you heard about old Jeff? I didn't know too much about. My name's Jeff. <laughs> but my name's Jeff. Like to eat the man's. <laughs> um, I do know that he, as you said, his victims tended to be gay men. He dismantled his bodies. Oh, he did. He oh, did a bit dis- of oh, Dismantle is a good word. A great word. He yeah. did a bit it's of very depersonalizing. Very, yeah, it's, mm. yeah, it's good. Yeah. He liked to have human guts for dinner. For dinner. I kind of I heard that he was like he was a very charming guy. Very like that's kind of how he did. Or, or am I thinking of the right the right serial killer? I, I, There's I just think, so many. I think at at some points, yes, he was charming. I he mean, was going to have like, to be. Didn't he kind of just kind of seduce gay lads and then get them back to the gaff and just like stab them up and eat them up? By seduce, I think like physically he was a good looking man. Mm. But one of his. Uh, he looks a bit like Mac DeMarco. Yeah. He, he, he's, to be honest, he's pretty like buff, mm. chisel, jawline. Sallow. Cl- sallow, classically yeah. good looking. I mean, if you were a gay lad and he came over to you and said, how's about lending your Mickey for half an hour? He'd be like, yep, sound. Didn't tell you it's getting locked off, off and yeah. thrown right. in a frying pan. <laughs> Denny's job. <laughs> How's he seasoned his human? Would he put would, salt in if it? If he didn't, he's a silly billy. Do you know what? Like, if you're eating I, unseasoned you're, meat... Get the fuck out. Yeah, I, I, I don't have time for your fucking drama if no. that's if that's what you're bringing Honestly, to the I table. Honestly, I would have did he actually. Bit what of salt and pepper, I would imagine. Bit of, so. bit of salt and pepper. Or would you imagine throwing it sauce. into a bolognese? We did an episode about cannibalism and there was one guy, uh, I can't remember his name now, a German guy, and he got a man to come over to his house who was just going to commit suicide oh, and just I ruin the meat. And he said, yeah. come here, I tell you what, do you want to eat me? And your man would, yes, please. And they this came was over all and over 4chan, it, wasn't it? And it was yeah, all over everywhere. Yeah. Both of them together had a taste of it. Cut off his own dick and balls and, and then fried, fried his cock yeah. with oh a little bit God. of garlic, salt and pepper, the whole lot. And then both of them ate his cock. And your man was like bleeding from the crotch, right? Mm-hmm. And he had to wipe like from front to back so it wouldn't get up into his wound. And <laughs> uh, he was eating his own Mickey. Oh my God. And then your man is like, okay, I'm going to go up into the bath. And he was losing lots of blood. And your man choked him to death. And then chopped him, butchered him up in bits and kept him in the freezer and ate him over the period of a year and a half. And what was it? Obviously, Holy. it's horrific and everything. But there was very expressed consent there and kind of like. Yeah, but obviously, it's, it's like murder the, out of 10. It's like euthanasia yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. The, mm. Yeah, the same no one ever talks about old people in Asia. <laughs> if you hadn't got, if you hadn't <laughs> got, relate to that one, but that is good. I like that one. If you hadn't got the some Swiss lad to do it and do it in Switzerland, it'd be totally fine. You could have, yeah, but you know what? Could it have been genuinely? Yeah, the lads in Switzerland are all about that youth in Asia. Yeah, just fucking, but not cannibalism. Not cannibalism. No, not as much. More just like pay fifty grand to get, like you know, yeah. They also have good chocolate. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> do you know, what's there to chocolate is to die for. There was a lad yeah. in Australia who was 102 years of age and he was like the, the granddad in South Park. He's like, kill me, Billy. <laughs> and they, they had to bring him to Switzerland to get him mm. euthanized. He was like, thanks very much. <laughs> like, do you know what? Like, the whole euthanasia thing is like, it's I, I'm all for it. I think if it gets to a point in your life where like you have a debilitating disease or you're really old or of course. anything like that. Like, but would you not die in a funner way? Than just you know like literally getting on an IV drip like, like a wingsuit. No, yeah. try, try like Fucking imagine, yeah. I, like I, if I was ever going to do it, I'd take like, like a heroic dose of acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then who was it? Aldous Huxley did t- that. T- took yeah, a, took a load of acid on his deathbed. His yeah. wife was like, "Give me, give me five times the large dose of acid." Yeah, and I'm going to imagine doing that and then not dying. You probably would never be the same again. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. the Matrix. You'd be like, is this real life? Yeah, you'd be like... Or oh, is this ha- fantasy? Have I come back to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> is this 
Is this the afterlife? But I don't think that Dahmer was really like um, allowing these men to die at their own by their own will. Yeah, I, I don't think, think Dahmer was, was like, come here, putting no. up something on Craigslist, being like, no. y'all want to die? One of the things he used to do was go over and go, come here, uh, do you want to come back to my house and we'll take a few pictures? But I think it's like one of those pickup lines. Like, do you ever have a fella at a house party be like, here, do you want to come up to uh, my room? I have a... I have an old Irish five pound note with Georgie Best face on it. So yeah. Yeah. I've incense. I've like Champa. Do you want to see it? Yeah, do you it's, it's blue. Do you want yeah. to see? Uh, I have a blue cool, incense. I have a cool guitar. It's an inside out guitar. Do you want to have a look at it? <laughs> and then you just go up into the room, and then you're you're like pushing stuff around on the desk, and then it's all you know mashing flesh. Just slap, slap. Um, Fucking like so just yeah, getting two was, gammon steaks together yeah. and just <laughs> yeah. Da- uh, uh, Dammer was doing that. He was going up propositioning dudes. Okay. I mean, gay or not, I mean, you can't really tell these mm-hmm. days when you look. You're like, uh, Plus, it would just yeah. be the victim. It would just be his account. Yeah. So you wouldn't really, well. yeah. 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 Mm. So how how did Dammer start? Like, what's it, like, go back. Because, like, we, we, we know that he was a handsome dude who was, like, dismembering lads and cooking them and all that kind of stuff. But, like, so like what, 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 what did you, what did you feel of him before we looked into it? Did you know he I was, kinda, a, he was knew, an eater? So, like... I was, I, I think that I was getting my, my serial killers confused a small bit. Sure. Ted Bundy was the charming guy who gets the women into the that's thing. That's the thing. That's John Wayne Gacy was the lad who killed all the gay lads and buried them under the porch. And we've yeah. done shows on both of those guys. Yeah, but that's, uh, I, I was thinking uh, the kind of Norman Bates inspired, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like making furniture out of. That's Ed Gein, yeah. That's Ed Gein. But didn't Dahmer also like do loads of stuff where he was like preserving organs and yes. he had a whole kitchen kind of full like a whole what's that called not 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 charcuterie but what's the a thing a larder like no, a larder but it's like yeah, a it's special like, name on it where you keep all the meats and they're all smoking like an like, aging drawer like. yeah yeah he had like also a, you say drawer is so weird really jar jar <laughs> and that's a jar I just keep it in my drawer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so da- yeah, Dammer would keep spleens. Yeah, he keep all the organs. He kept torsos. He kept like separate. Ha- We've I've a list. I've a shopping list. Yeah, but at the same time, if you preserve them properly, they wouldn't. They yeah, wouldn't just you go know, so like, bad. Why? Why mm. would you pay nine hundred quid in like you know, uh, like duty free in Spain to yeah. get a ham on for some just fucking some Kobe beef or something? It's just co- like mm. co- could have Kobe Bryant. Get, get a bit of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> slice the slice the cheeks off him. Kobe. So we, we know. So to put it in the audience's perspective, like we know he was a he was an eater. He was a cannibal. Mm-hmm. He was a, a closeted gay man. Yeah, which is ra- I didn't know that. That was rare to know. Mm. But I knew there was something weird that he was like preying on on gay men, and I thought it was mm. like a curb crawling situation. Is it, is it? Are most serial killers do they, they do they attack mostly females or males? It, it, it depends. A, it like depends. it depends on your sexual proclivity, and it's almost invariably uh, sex and violence interlinked, and it's almost invariably mm. it's m- mothers. It's so a the mother is doing it is some shit, kinda... and you're like, "Mammy, will Mammy. you fucking leave me alone, Mammy?" Mammy. We did one episode on Chikatilo. Oh god! Who was a cannibal from Russia? Okay. But he was like a, a like a sex fiend. What a good name, though. Chikatilo, Andre Chikatilo. Honestly, though, when you said Chikatilo, I was like, you did an episode on some kind of like corn snack. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a rare Pokemon. <laughs> a wild Chikatilo has appeared. Oh, I used my master ball. Chikatilo, Andre Chikatilo was Russia's like first serial killer, right. and uh, basically his mother, as a child, he used to wet the bed, and his mom would bring him up in the middle of the night I heard about catch this him lad. by the mickey and pull his mickey out really long and then whip his dick with a bamboo cane oh my god so he ended up not being able to get erections all through his teens and then when he was 15 in the swimming pool he accidentally like almost drowned an 11 year old girl and he jizzed his pants in the pool when she nearly drowned and he's like that's how I make the white stuff come out and then he just he was all all about that like I'm gonna choke people to death <laughs> fucking hell so oh it's like sex gosh. and violence and also abuse and, and Dahmer does have a similar background 
So we get into yeah, little I'm Jeffy. Really excited. And I really want to know. Story so yeah, Jeff. little little Jeffy. He was born on the twenty first of May, nineteen sixty, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to Joyce and Lionel Dahmer, and he had a little brother called David. Do you know what? They are names that you just don't get anymore. My uncle is called Lionel. Lionel. All my aunties and uncles on my dad's side are very Protestantly named. Really? Lionel. Muriel. Lionel. Muriel. M- Mervin. Mervin. I met a man today whose daughter was called Gloria, oh. and his daughter is two. That's really? an old woman's name. That's an old woman's name. Or a two-year-old soul singer. She doesn't. She doesn't cry. Right. She just goes. <laughs> she wants her bat. She wants her baby. <laughs> uh, what's What's Taz short for? Tara. Tara. Very boring. Yeah. But it's Imagine not like it was like, like Tazlifa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I mean. It's not like something weird. I used yeah. to be called the Tasmanian Diddle. Ah, do you know what? Like, I, I didn't utilize that enough. That should be my Instagram handle. The thing, like, you know, when you just see one thing that makes you lose your shit, it's like everyone knows that Lil Pump is short for Lilith, Lilith Pumplington. Or <laughs> like, J.R.R. Tolkien is short for Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my favorite. That's my favorite thing. So, little Jeff, born. 21st of May 1960 and uh, his brothers named parents Joyce and Lionel uh, he was apparently a happy child that's he oh, was yeah? curious he was precocious and he used to be very involved with other kids playing and discovering new things all the time right okay and mm. and you know having the crack looking for a bit of messing being mm. with other kids he was just a lad on the block Little fella, little one of the little rascals out having the bands. Did a bit of tip the can. Little Biker, red Biker wagon. Grove. Yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, BB gun for Christmas. All that yeah. shit. Classic. Until he was maybe five years of age, and then started to get shaky. Right, See, five. So, so okay. Yeah, the, the important who, stage of the life in terms of formation. I think so. Development. Really, it's a big it's socialized. Big stage. He's not really mm-hmm. properly socialized with people. Okay. But analysts look at his early life, and they say that you know they're trying to explain his behavior. Like, yeah. how did he? How did such a nice little child become a murderer? He didn't have like abusive parents. He didn't have like, where did it come from? Yeah. Obviously that's born in fear because they're like, what's the formula for murder? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Everyone wants to, everyone wants, wants to know. Mindhunter. You always watch I Mind watched Hunter? a bit of Mindhunter. I haven't. It's incredible. You'd, you'd oh, love you'd, it. I'd actually, it's, it's brilliant. Class. Mm. It's not scary or anything. It's good. It's a good time. So some people claim that mm. the reason he turned into an awful cunt was because he wasn't breastfed. Oh, for right. fuck's sake. Because his mo- well, I mean, his mother was apparently too uh, fatigued uh, in the early early years and she already suffered from anxiety. And then this postpartum and the hormonal, you know, mm. running up the legs of her trousers, she just wasn't into the the, the booby milk. The booby and this is action, yeah. This was the, the thing that went all through the 70s and 80s. That's like, actually what they thought. That is madness. You gotta feed your baby with the booby. Breast is best. Breast yeah. is best or else they'll turn into a murder. And this was, well, this that comes is, from Dahmer. That escalated quickly, didn't it? Very. That's, that's well. one, that, that is a, a leap. I mean, some people don't want to. It's your body, it's your choice. Do you know? Amen to that. But, uh, others claim that he was actually doted on by his parents and they loved him and they poured attention onto him. So, where did this come from? Like, where's the, what's the where's, story? Where's the middle ground? Now, his dad has done extensive interviews as has Jeffrey until he died. Uh, spoiler alert. And his dad Lionel is like more than willing to go on to any old TV show and talk about his son and go like, this is what it was like when it was a child, when he was a child. And some of it contradicts with what, like the, the interviews and stuff that Jeff gave with, um, you know, TV shows and 60 Minutes and, mm. yeah. you know. Uh, is Lionel believable? Have you watched? Yeah, he's totally credible. Yeah. Like he's a fucking normal dude who's just like, oh, I'm a dad. I'm just, you know. My dad, my, my son just. Did some yeah, fairly he's weird a fucking shit. normal dude. Like he mm. looks like a pharmacist, you know. Um, <laughs> but there, like his ma was definitely mental. Like she had yeah. 
there's no doubt about her mean streak. She had crazy anxiety and she had like these overzealous and over emotional attention grabbing displays. And she also had a very sharp tongue with Jeff and Jeffrey's father. Really? Now, okay. There's a Netflix thing on uh, now you can watch. It's called uh, My Friend Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. And it shows about the, the, the relationship that the mother had. And she used to like pretty much physically abused the dad oh. just get mad anxious like slap him around the head over stupid household bullshit like you know mm. yeah. this fork has some spots on it psh, 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 like yeah like, Lama, yeah. yeah like personality one. disorder kind of stuff like, I would yeah, yeah. borderline yeah. shit yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so when Jeffrey was in first grade around five Joyce tried to kill herself Ooh, she was right. taking this drug called Equinil which is like a, a less toxic uh, benzo tranquilizer so that okay. was for her anxiety was uh, it? Uh, just... yeah I think her dad it was uh, like, like uh, Jeffrey's what, dad 1950s 1960s her, yeah, see we're talking yeah. 1965 mm. right okay so Jeffrey's dad was studying in college to be a, a chemist right so okay. he and the doctor kind of came together and went look at she has all these symptoms and this the uh, thing maybe okay, we give her okay. a benzo she fucking calm down it's not exactly the uh the the golden age of psych- psychiatric medicine no not not entirely no um, you've had you have the vapors we'll just uh yeah. we'll lock you in a room and tie your hands together <laughs> yes put leeches up your hole but that was uh, that was around the time that they were, they were big into like frontal lobotomies and all that kind of stuff oh yeah that. i mean yeah. did you hear about uh, john f kennedy and bobby kennedy's sister no. She, they had a little sister and she was a little bit kind of sexually provocative, sexually precocious. Yeah. And uh, a little bit too much. Right. So they just brought her in and got her a lobotomy. What? Because she was a little bit horny. Just drilled into her brain? Like. The, the, the lobotomy that puts a, a little piece of metal up in, into your eyelid and it just goes up and then they just go, wiggle, 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 and just separate that part of the brain from the front of the skull and it gives yeah. you a frontal lobotomy and then she was a veggie forever. It's That it's, is... It's insane. Joe, Terrifying. JFK's dad, Joe Kennedy, did that to his daughter. It's because she was just insane. like because she was mad too uncontrollable. Mad for the flute. Fucking hell, a bit like yeah. your man Jeffrey. But yeah. imagine if they're doing that shit now. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Or imagine if they were like getting young girls and like, you know, shaving their clitorises off. Do you know what? I did it. Yeah. That actually happens all the time every day. Which yeah, is which is terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. FGM so, is, is, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Any kind of GM is just not good. No. Mazel tov. So, because that's, that's totally fine to do with the fellas. So, um, yeah, she, she was taking these Equinil uh, for her furious anxiety and she just took a load of them and went to sleep and then uh, almost didn't wake up again. And uh, when she got sick, Mm-hmm. Both Lionel and the mother kind of concentrated on each other. Lionel kind of jumped out of college for a little while, and he entirely forgot about little Jeffrey. So Jeffrey's okay. kind Reflective. of out on his own. Now this could be, like we said earlier on, it's a formative time. At four yeah. years of age, he gets the he gets the the vibes like, oh fuck, shit's the world is not like happy yeah. go lucky candy mm. candy time. Well, the, the amazing thing is at that age, children develop empathy like crazy. Like that is just at the just at the age mm. when kids really start to. Um, step away from need from for themselves, and they realize that others are there, and you can get that they vibe. And all of a sudden, if you go from being doted to being suddenly neglected, yeah, that's an enormous, enormous change in kind of everything. You know, it's mm. like it's the kind of thing that would uh, promote middle child syndrome. Let's yeah. say yeah. you have a three, a three yeah. or four year old child, and then a little bit, a little baby brother or sister comes along, and yeah. they feel like forgotten about. Girl. But he's probably also seen that life is very fickle, you know, if it's. If his, yeah. if his mom, it was that simple for her to be there and then not there. Or, you know why, I mean? why are mommy and daddy not uh, like fighting all the time? Yeah, well, yeah. She didn't actually succeed in her suicide. She, okay. she, she survived. definitely an attempted suicide. Or that's, it's, it's kinda that's what Jeffrey says in his up. deposition. That's what Lionel says. So, I mean, right, yeah, okay. yeah. it could have been, because of her previous behavior, a dramatic cry for help, apparent yeah. suicide, as it were. Um, 
knows really. Yeah. But Lionel yeah. is like she was fucking b- bananas. Okay. Bitch was, yeah. B- bitch was bad shit. Right. And they all focused then on each uh, other, on, on each other. Mm. Well, on her mostly. And little Jeff kind of got left out in the Hampley place. So when he was, and also another trauma at this time when he was just four, he underwent surgery for a hernia. Right. And then after this, maybe because of the pain drugs, maybe because of. The, the combination of yeah. the violence at home and then the, the mother's attempted suicide and this operation, he be, started to become distant. He started to become subdued. He started to become lethargic. And the little fun, happy-go-lucky, little red wagon kid became this kind of dour, introspective, you know, navel gazer. Mm, wow. Okay, okay. At four, you're like, shit, at son. four, jeez. Yeah, that's done. So between that trauma uh, uh, and all, all the other stuff happening at home, his teachers thought that uh, he he was neglected at home and they started talking about social services and talking about this and they right, went to the okay. house and it, they it found perfect. it totally normal. Mm. So you can't really blame so the you upbringing. Can, you can't blame mm. Lionel and the Joyce. The a little bit. Yeah. Like Joyce is but a little like, bit uh, Every family has weird moments. You know, I mean, it's like, it, that's the amazing thing about how malleable the human mind is. That but, like, he, like, but at the same yeah. time, we're just taking Jeffrey and Lionel's account for this. It yeah. could have been... Where's Joyce? There could have Where's been Joyce? a basement where... Lionel also kept body parts for all we know. Yeah. Unlikely yeah. though, I know. I don't think, I don't think that, you know, it's unfair. Like it's, it is unfair to lay the blame at, at, you know, of a murder at the feet of someone who has mental health issues. Like obviously if you have depression yeah. and you have a four-year-old kid, that kid is not going to grow up automatically to be a murderer murder. because you've neglected them. I no, think but like say, this saying is a, that. This is a massive confluence. It of holds stuff. as much weight as saying that like if you're if you know breastfeed a kid it'll grow up to be a exactly. serial killer. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so I don't think has, anyone could yeah. be blamed but when we're talking about these serial killers a lot of people like to look at Oh, it's always the mother's fault. Well, it's, just, it's the for Freudian all the kind of, yeah, all that the Freudian bullshit where, like, yeah, you kind of look at it and be, you know, it's, it's, been the it's, it's, always, it's just like it's a it's reasoning that people can say. You, you want know? to fuck your mother, and you're like, mm, I'm actually, I'm grand. I'll, I'm actually I'll pass. Grand. I will have Thanks. another chikatilo, please, <laughs> and a bowl of chikatilos. <laughs> <laughs> can I get two toasted chikatilos? Um, <laughs> extra cheese. Extra cheese. Extra cheese. Uh, Jeff I'm had choking uh, them down. Jeffrey had an interest in animals. And he had a few friends mm. in this young age, between five and, say, 10, 11. A few little pals. Little right. pals. I mean, nobody that's able to go and say, like, oh, yeah, he used to fucking execute squirrels, you know. There's nothing like that. Nothing <laughs> yeah. like that. Nothing like that. Okay. And he wasn't killing animals, which is a direct, like, Ted that's, Bundy is, like, 101, like, I'm a murderer. He's I going kill. out, like, shanking badgers and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. little animals, you know, fucking getting otters in a headlock and shit. Like, good <laughs> Imagine a little say, otter uncle. in a headlock. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard the noises otters make? Yeah. Yes. That's almost perfect. Actually, do you know what? I I take a bow. I, that, I'm not even going to try to that, make an otter attempt. That totally makes up for your English accent. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, Brilliant. The otter, Great. The otter impression. Um, <laughs> what? It's incredible. You're, gonna, you're really going to regret new, telling me I'm good at something. Marcus yesterday told me that if I got singing lessons, he thinks I could sing. And I paused, looked into his eyes and told him that... He will never regret anything as much in his life as telling me that I might be able to sing one day. But maybe he just wants you to sing with him. Maybe That's I do. Thing. Ooh. I, think I plays, just saw the star is He born. plays a plethora of instrumentees. Of, yeah. I saw a poster for this. You you could be the Lady Gaga to my Bradley Copper. Oh. <laughs> Did you listen to that song in that movie? You no, know that good. song? Uh, 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 I'm on the deep end. I'm on I'm in a shallow now. It's, I actually don't. It's bad romance. Really? It's to- it's just oh bad no. romance. Oh But it's four. All those songs in that movie are four chords. They're all four chords. I have every song's four chords now. Yeah. 
Anyway, back anyway, to Jeff. So okay. he, he, he was into his animals. Yeah, Jeff yeah. was into his animals, like not in a weird way, not so weird, but he used yeah. to collect little uh, butterflies, little bugs, and some larger insects, and he put them in jars in the shed. In and the then 70s, later on, like, oh, that that, in the 70s, I mean, people, people were chill with that. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was fucking, like, you were going to be a scientist if you did that. Yeah, you were going to be true, a fucking, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. A botanist. Uh, so later on, he then upgraded, obviously, to, to collecting dead animals, bigger dead animals, and he would cycle around on his bike around the area yeah and pick up roadkill and keep them in a trash bag and then bring them home and then there's like a rock out in the back garden so he had a wooded back garden yeah okay. led down into like an up more open woods and he put them out on the rock like the Blair Witch and he'd skin them and he'd take the flesh off and what? he had acid that would dissolve the flesh what away what age is this now like 10 what? 10 but to 14 I was playing with teddy bears. I still play with teddy bears. Yeah. Well, he was playing with actual bears that were he, dead on he the said, side of the road. He said he wanted to see what the insides looked like and how they put, were put together. And they that's to such see. a fair thing to say. He's like, oh, what a curious little kid. But especially Amazing. Like, it could have been a vet. This, this yeah, was like exactly. 1970s? Yeah. Yeah, early 70s. like Late 60s, early 70s. Like, we are blessed with the, the knowledge of history and the knowledge of the Dahmers and the Edgeens and everything like that. Yeah. We can look and go, maybe that behavior is a little bit fucked up. You the know? FBI Especially, hadn't even got their profiles up yet. Exactly. Like, mm. we, we look at, the, we are in the age of being woke and being aware yeah. of, you know, the kind of the weight of the past and how that affects uh, the present and the future. If you're looking so at little kids nowadays that are killing small animals, it's a... That's a direct red flag. I'm going to mm. call that a, a large red flag. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Like St. Petersburg on fucking National Communism Day. That is the yeah. amount of red flags that that is. Yeah. But it's honestly, like back in the day, like, you know, Lionel was probably looking at that going, oh, my boy's curious. Especially because yeah. he's a chemist or he's studying chemistry. Yeah, as well. He's yeah. like, the child is into science. He yeah. wants to be, a, he wants still, to be Do you know what? Like, you see anyone cutting up anything that isn't like a fucking chicken ready yeah. to go in the oven and you're like uh, that's, the, that's like the guys who work in the abattoir you're like if you work in the abattoir do you like your job yeah I love it oh you're a murderer yeah like this kid just picked up roadkill like possums and, a, and, and it was already dead already dead yeah. he wasn't killing it mm. yeah. and he was cutting it up to see what it looked like how it fit together that was the quote some kids like lego yeah, some people like some real, pe- like meat Lego. Some people like meat, meat, Lego, yeah. meat, Lego. meat Lego. Oh my God, a little bit of well, slot came out when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the creepy bit, the weird bit is that yeah. these animals then, when he dissected them, did he take out their organs and he put them into different jars instead of, the, he stopped taking the bugs and bugs. Okay, bugs. that is a bit weird now. Yeah, that is at a bit that point funny. then you're going like, why does he have a shed full of like animal organs? I don't know. So apparently... At one stage, there's a story where he cut the head off this already dead dog that he brought home. Mm-hmm. And he nailed the body of the dog to a tree, like in a crucifix type situation. What? And then he, uh, I guess, messed with the dog's body and then took it down and buried it. And then put a cross over the place where he buried it. And also on the top of the cross, he took the dog's head and no. stuck it on it like no. a spike. Okay, that's that's fucked. So it's like... Yeah, at what point there can you look at your child's behavior and go... Uh, maybe, maybe little Jeff is a bit strange. And yeah. this is again, what what age? Is he, maybe like teens, kind of Thir- thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So you take the head off a dog. Something going on there. That is, yeah. That I mean, is, like you know, something going on. Thirteen. So going on all there. you're interested in is just wanking all the time, mm. like twenty four seven, six seven times a day. Fuck as it. much as your skin will allow. Was there any? Was yeah. there ever any like freaky stuff with the animals? Uh, Speaking of wanking, well, I'd I mean, say crucifying a dog is pretty freaky. No, but like <laughs> he wouldn't admit freak. to it, I guess. Mm. But like. If you're nailing a dog to a tree, you're not going to say like, oh yeah, I nailed a dog to a tree. Oh, and I cut his head off. Oh, and uh, I sucked her off. You're not going to, that's not, yeah. you know. Mm. Well, uh, that's you it, think that's it. sucking off a dog? That's, look at <laughs> That is the best way to stop a dog humping your leg. 
Just, 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 just suck it off. Just show dominance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fucking aggressively suck this dog's dick. I'm going to swipe right on this chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Lionel talked about that time and he said that they were, uh, the, the time that they were clearing out dead animal carcasses from out under the house. So the animals had crawled underneath, like possums and shit. Yeah. Crawled underneath, got stuck, died. They're, they're raccoons. They're, you're raccoons and shit. They're hundreds. They're flesh. Uh, uh, disintegrated and it was left with bones and they were clearing out the bones from under the, the crawl space under the house and little Jeffy mm-hmm. at like six years of age was very interested in these bones and he would play with them and he was hitting them off each other and Lionel even in an interview I was watching he says he even had a, a, an interest in taking the bone and dropping it and hearing what it sounded like going into the metal bin and he was like oh I like that sound daddy and he's like what? you're six and Lionel said, now, obviously, everything you say about these stories has some kind of creepy con- connotation because yeah. you know but he was a murderer. At the time. But Lionel thought, like, at the time, it's just a kid who wants to know about bones. Like, if that, if you're out in the Old West or if you're out somewhere in a country where you're butchering your own animals yeah. or you're yeah. working on a farm, it's when fuck I was a, all, man. When I was a kid, um, I found a sheep skull. Oh, in, wow. When I was like five or six, I found a sheep skull in a field in Clare. Uh, on a holiday and you and made I, a helmet I, out of it no, and became well, a superhero yeah well no I was obsessed with that you remember Biker Mars from Mars yes and they um, used to wear so that fucking, yeah. yeah they used to have the shit like that but I, because this thing had two two fucking horns I called it the Harley David skull nice, nice. yeah so I'd like, I'm, I'm just also going to give us a small pat on the back nailing the pun game as a kid but Whopper, um, man but like so you took I'm, off the handlebars of your bike and replaced it with this I, I tried to I actually tried to like two lights affix, out of the eyes for headlamps. The the skull to uh to my first bike, to to make it look badass, despite the fact that it was a small yellow bike with, with stabilizers. <laughs> with <laughs> but, a skull on the front. But you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's that kind that of thing kid. that, like, yeah, if, if this I is, this is what we're going to be reading about like, Marcus in his episode in twenty years time. But like, honestly, like, it's the type of thing kids love gruesome shit. They love, yeah, man. In the same way that kids love talking about poo and wee and everything like that. There's a fascination with like skeletons and everything. Yeah. Like, it's you can read into it with hindsight, but like, I'm sure Lionel was scatological like, chorophobia. That's exactly. Yeah. Took the words right out of my thesaurus. <laughs> took, took the words right out of your arse. Yeah, and spread them on the walls. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it, I, I, you can't really put ascribe a, an adult murderer's intention on a small child like that. Doesn't really, you know. No. But after this traumatic time, the Dahmer family then moved on to Ohio, where Jeff was just six years old, and they had another kid. Uh, and now to make a, like a quite distant young Jeffrey seem more involved in the family, they allowed him to name the child, and he and he chose the name David. And then Lionel finally in Ohio got his chemistry degree, and he ended up getting a job uh, in Akron, Ohio. And they uh, they moved a couple of years later again. Then and Jeffrey became uh, more and more reserved, isolated. He was changing schools. Um, they stayed in uh, Ohio for a little while, and then he ended up finishing school and then moving in with his grandma. So he's always disparate he was always on the go on the go not mm. really making friends the always high schools he was going moving. to ch- yeah changing man you know? rolling limp biscuit style so Marcus, tell us about some of the some of the sexy stuff that uh that uh, little jeffy got up to he he ended up developing in quite a strange way in his teens right um so jeffrey was an outcast in high school too um he had some friends um he was also gargling drinking quite heavily for a young lad and um he would he would wake up in the morning and have it. He was like Kesha. Yeah, wake up in the morning yeah. feeling like P Diddy, w- brushing his teeth with a bottle of Jack. He had a glorifying drink, and Jeffrey Dahmer was swilling hard liquor first thing in the morning. So there's something obviously wrong there. From something the outset. is not right. There was a girl in his class that gave an interview on uh, one of the documentaries and said that uh, she remembers him with a little plastic polystyrene cup and there was whiskey in it. Yeah, and she goes to him like, 
you know, what's that? And he's like, ah, it's my medicine. It's my medicine. Oh, You're like, ah. So, good. like, he was like a teenager at this point. Like, he was not. Yeah, he, he was, was in, not he was in high school. Like, he yeah. was in high school. Mm. Like, this is. But, like, that, again, is it, was that allowed in the 70s? Like, was that a thing that was kind of. Was that legit? I mean, like, they he used to. He was obviously stealing out of the Lionel's. They used to give, they used mm-hmm. to give babies whiskey. Yeah, but uh, not now, like waking up in the morning and just drinking whiskey is a bit weird for anybody. Yeah. Never mind someone who's going to bloody school. Imagine going to school smelling whiskey. I've definitely done that actually. <laughs> yeah. Not every morning. Um. So yeah, he was calling it his medicine. Um. His grades in school were average, and he was a bit of a bit of a goof, bit of a joker. So like, he just sounds like that weird kid, fucking weirdo, That's like it. that weird kid who, like, yeah. you know. And so, like every every school has that lad who just smokes loads of hash and like comes out with loads of stuff and but like he sounds kind of like the equivalent of that, you know? Um he it was kind of, of he became the class clown, staged loads of pranks, such as pretending to have epileptic seizures. That gas classic prank. Oh, okay, this is a bit weird. So this is that's a bit attention seeking y. If you're yeah, if you're having a prank that you're having pretending to be epileptic, or you're looking for attention, he also pretended to have a cerebral palsy, and he would knock over stands in supermarkets and stuff like that. That is, do you know he, what? Like he, he used to take money. He's like, hey, if everybody here gives me a dollar, I go over there and I'll like jump into that display case of of oh, really? beans or whatever. Yeah, he used to match it. It's like yeah. he's like, hi, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer, so, and this is Jackass. <laughs> and I just do that shit. Maso masochistic. Masochist? 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 That was my word of the week last week. Nice. Mm. Yeah. It's uh it's it's like somebody who wants to be hurt. Yeah. Well, so, enjoys somebody who likes to spanking, yeah. Well yeah. it's because hurting yourself, isn't it? It's like Yeah. Yeah. He would, or so he somebody else hurting yeah, you. Somebody, yeah, it's the Marquis de Sade and then sadism and <laughs> yeah. then you have uh, Spank me. Spanky. Um yeah, yeah, so like uh he had his so mates would tell like, stories of these kind of things where the dog like, take a so dollar and he like, that shit This back. guy as a teenager was a like a legit alcoholic. He was drinking heavily and he yeah. was drinking hard liquor. Yeah. Um, and attention seeking, not unlike his mother. Not, not unlike his mother. You know? It's very actually, true. If we were just talking about personality disorders there and how um elements of that can cover through because like you yeah. you learn so much of your innate personality. Naturally, yeah. I think there's a lot of that is genetic too though, you know. Yeah. Mm, it's it's absolutely. you can't get rid of it. So then, as well, uh, the big, the big reveal. Um, yes. Yeah. Taz, do you wanna, do you wanna tell us the big reveal? Pull down the pants on this truth bomb. Ah, I see what you done there. Yeah. He was also secretly attracted to men, but he kept that he kept that secret closely guarded. Yeah. He so he, didn't like to, to he was a gay man. He was a gay man. Obviously, the late sixties. It's the, probably not you know, the, the best summer time. Of love. Yeah, but at the same I, I time, suppose, yeah, if you're yeah. a teenager in school, being gay is probably not. You know, it's more of an insult than a lifestyle at that point. Yeah, Harvey yeah. Milk was out banging, banging mm. on the banging on the crossroads, the mm-hmm. Hale Ashbury, only w- mere weeks before. Uh, so it's, it's not exactly a fully accepted. So thing, uh, you know? like, and he's t- fourteen or whatever, and he's like, "I want to have a wank about men." Like that's not a thing that you're broadcasting. But is it no. the, like it's the, the kind of the fascination with like you know nailing dogs to crosses and dismembering possums? I think that's probably a secret too. Like yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> if he's nailing to his bloody tree like people are going to see that yeah yeah i suppose so um but somehow somehow all of that got mishmashed wires got crossed exactly and all of a sudden yeah that, intrusive that, thoughts which is a, a part of ocd so maybe he had mm. some kind of bipolar or borderline personality disorder ocd yeah. symptoms mm. and was was there any sort of diagnosis is his parents bring him to see any doctors no he was, was doing it? murders before they could. That's really interesting Too because late. his mom had an anxiety disorder that his dad, who's a chemist and gave his mom all these benzos, wasn't like, 
Right, clearly... Let's watch the child for a bit of mood stabilization. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not as if they'd never yeah. been around mental illness before. Oh, Why but, didn't uh, they... Honestly, like, even just looking at the, the, the steps right now in, you know, October 2018, the, that are the steps that are being made towards understanding mental yeah. illness, and they're still... Fuck 50 years later. They're still, like, it is literally 50 yeah. years. Mm. It's just that his mom was... Like, his, his dad was a chemist, and his mom was on medication for being anxious. It's weird that, like, they didn't... Why would both, you, yeah. both his parents became familiar with, you know, with displays of, you know. This condition. Dis- yeah, yeah. They're going, these are the symptoms I recognize in an adult. Yeah. What happens Why if the they're displaying in a child? Yeah. Especially after he was given like painkillers for getting his hernia operation. And yeah. then after that, it seemed like he went into like a withdrawal mm. from, from. Actually interesting. Yeah, probably you know? from like opiates. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe fair. that's yeah. what it was. Um, so, yeah. So the basically... All of the fascination with kind of being a bit of a bit bit of a loose cannon with the old with the old dismemberment and the kind of his his flourishing boyhood sexuality. Yeah, maybe um, it got kind of intertwined. Got a little bit. Uh, it, it was put into the Nutribullet of life and, uh, and turned into <laughs> nothing, a really like fucked a up smoothie. Of yeah, dis, dis, in, um, dismemberment. So in in, in interviews, yeah. he said that he's like fantasized about like clubbing joggers <laughs> with a bat, and then they're going to fuck the air off yeah, and then they're going to eat it. <laughs> That's what he's doing. That's terrible. So Swiggity Swoody, he's today? eating the booty. Yeah. <laughs> the joggers, what was that? So, like, yeah, he, he, f- he fantasized about, like, clubbing joggers with a bat and then lying down beside the lifeless body. Um, there was one jogger in particular that so he just... Is it, he, like, it was just a guy he fancied. Just one lad who, like, like, instead of going over and going... But you know what? Hey, like, I fancy you. You want to go out on a date? He'd oh. go, like, I want to hit you in the head with a baseball bat but you know, and then like, lie down beside your lifeless body. You know how you hear so many people, like, yeah, all, all the loaded <laughs> conservative lads who get yeah. caught with rent boys and everything like that, and it is that just, the shame projection. Yeah. Where, like he probably didn't understand in his own head that he was gay. He was like, he wasn't closeted to the world. He was probably closeted to himself. I'd say he himself. wasn't alone. And we could talk to a lot of people from that time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And they ended up getting married to women Bachelors and having and kids and doing all that. No, no. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. But like a lot of gay, Jesus, a lot don't of, bring kids into this. <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of gay dudes like at that yeah. time, you know, were like so deeply closeted that they would either just retain, remain the eternal bachelor and kind of like, mm. oh, he never found a woman. He never yeah. settled down. Or become or a priest. Is that like Beverly Leslie? Yeah. <laughs> or, or would, um, or would, yeah, marry a woman because that was the done thing. And it was like, you would bring shame to your family if you didn't. And it was a weird fucking time. But basically, yeah, he, he was looking at this jogger who was pr- presumably running by his porch, which had loaded like weird shit under it. Yeah. Every day. He was like, man, this Love guy, this guy has beautiful arch control in his feet. It's, he Magnificent is. Magnificent calves. It, the, the glisten Ew. of the sweat on his thighs. This yeah. is just. The jiggle of those balls. Oh, <laughs> just going straight for the balls. Just, well, we had, Come on, we, we all had see all the rest. balls. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I was. She was uh, in those seventies, like those, those really oh, those, satin white shorts. The and shorts the balls that are like. Oh. Oh, lolling nice. from side you're like, to side you're somehow more naked while being less naked yeah. like yeah. it's just like it leaves just enough to the imagination that your imagination goes wild <laughs> like we've all seen balls how many balls, balls are, are balls, in there but like you see balls behind a little veiled curtain and it's like it's, it's the <laughs> wizard of oz of especially balls. when it's silk it's like so like ethereal oh, silky shim- so, but balls what's shimmies. amazing about what i love about that is like he fantasized about like clubbing this jogger and then lying down with the body was that like I mean, did, maybe he didn't know he how gay s- sex worked. Did he want to spoon mm. it like, or he just wanted to lie down beside it? And he, there was no at this point, there was no sexual contact. I mean, not really. He had had a, 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 a kind of a kissing boyfriend in school. Okay. Oh, okay. but they had never had any intercourse. They had never right. even. There's no. There was no like you know a mutual masturbation. There was mm. no sexual release. It was just having a little smooch. It was just a little smooch. Behind the boys. Yeah. yeah. 
Like this is weird. And what about gals? Nice. Was, is there any never? No interest in women. So the yeah. Mm. Uh, he graduated at eighteen, and just three weeks later, he did his first murder. God damn. Dun, dun, dun. Some people. What are you uh, doing after graduation? Ah, just, just gonna you know yourself. Yeah. Just whoo. stay out on ice, kill a guy. Guys, <laughs> yeah. was it was it premeditated or what's the crack? Um, was uh, Stephen Hicks was a was a hitchhiker who Dahmer picked up and strangled to death, and then he wanked over his corpse. Oh, which is I mean too. Most most wanks in, in, in like when you're past 18, 19, you kind of have to plan them out because mm. if you're getting caught at nine, if you're getting caught at 14, you can explain it away. Like, I was washing it. It went off. If you're getting caught at 19, you're like, yeah, I got to plan that shit. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Like this is a, obviously it's a murder, but this is a huge jump now. This is oh, going yeah. from, like well, even clubbing joggers is a bit weird, but you know what? Maybe he wasn't comfortable with his sexuality. He wanted to get close to a man. And yeah. It's the only way to do it. I didn't know how. Wanking over a dead corpse that he strangles. Now but like it's it's the jump from fantasy into reality. Yes, mm. this, like, is the, this is where we saw Ted Bundy was looking in the windows yeah. and wanking into the bushes, and then the next thing he was like climbing in through the windows and then battering them to death. Coming through your them. windows, mm. he's snatching your people up. Hide yeah. your kids, hide your wife. Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 gonna. But it's going to escalate now for Dahmer. So basically, he took uh, he took Stephen Hicks' body, uh, dissolved it in acid, and then smashed his bones up into tiny fragments, which is what he used to do with the animals as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So basically, you're seeing these patterns. Practice. Practice, 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 practice. That's so fucked, isn't it? But he got Stephen Hicks' bones, and he scattered them all over the wooded area at the back garden of his house. Why? So that people wouldn't find the body. They wouldn't find the skeleton. He didn't want the dog coming up with a tie bone. Like, so and he, how did he shatter the bones? He with a sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. He so bleached them, and then he's and so obviously the bleach brittle. like clears. So he's just white skeleton bones after the bleach. Yeah, it takes all the skin off. So he 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 dissolved them in acid, and then it was like a load of like foamy like uh, like foamy meat milkshake protein gunk. Yeah, and then he yeah. he flushed oh, all that down the jacks. Down the jacks, yeah. yeah. And then he got all the bones, bleached them, and then they become slightly brittle. And then he just smashed them all up with a sledgehammer. And where's he getting this acid from? I, I guess his dad. His dad's a chemist. So he has some hydrochloric acid. More questions, parents. Why aren't you asking your kids more questions? I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you know what? It's like, so at this point, um, Joyce and Lionel, Joyce and Lionel had split up. Yeah. And Lionel was living in a motel and um, Joyce had fucked off at this point. They, they'd fully split yeah. Um, she was giving she was giving Lionel awful abuse, and he's just like, "I'm out of here." And then and when he was like, "I'm out of here," Joyce is like, well, "So am I." And then dramatic. So, so basically, then- left Jeff in the family home. Yes. And Lionel was living in a motel. Um, she Joyce was off with David, the little brother. Yeah. And, and we don't know where. And, and do Lionel, we know anything about David? Uh, yeah, he's changed his name, and he's living in anonymity now. He changed his name from Dahmer. He's never right. done interviews. Never. Oh, fucking hell. He's out because yeah. it, you know if if people are saying that it's all your upbringing that turns you into a murderer, yeah. surely they had very similar upbringings. David so. Dammer is on a watch list, some fucking place. Yeah, lest, yeah. lest he mm. flip out. To, yeah. So, but Lionel used to come back and inter- intermittently, you know, check up on on Jeffy in the in the family. But is, home. Isn't bone meal a really good fertilizer? Lionel was probably coming back and going, "Man, yeah. Jeff, I have to say the, the garden, garden is looking. <laughs> is looking. The, the rose beds. Oh, let ficus, Jeff." Love what you've done yeah. with the place. The rhododendron is blooming. <laughs> <laughs> I think later on when they when they went to scrape up all the stuff off the off the floor of, of the forest, they found all the bones like wherever well, football back together. Yeah. But then so he, he joined jo- the army. Joined so the he, army. Joined yeah. the army in ninety seven. Seventy nine, rather. 
and bulked up, became a bit of a, a hulk. Bit of a, yeah. a beefcake. The hulk. So this is like the Ugh. images that we're seeing now. We said he was an attractive man. Square. Through the army, he bulked up. Yeah, triangle body. He glowed up, job. basically. Had a bit of a glow up. He was a weedy, kind of dumpy, kind of like bad posture, nerdy AV club kid. And he went into the army and did loads of the exercises. Captain America job. Like He, he, he bloomed. He bloomed in the army. He blossomed. Blossomed. Like the rhododendrons in his black garden. So, uh, yeah, he used this this newly found Hulk-like strength to allegedly rape soldiers yeah, while there was, stationed. There's two soldiers that were stationed with him in, uh, I put in the wrong two, uh, stationed with him in Baumholder in West Germany. And he just overpowered them, uh, one of them in a tank one day and one of them in a mess hall. I was just like, like, he must have bulked up a lot to be able to overpower soldiers coming from a tweeny yeah. little whiny string bean team. Jesus, that's, but also that's like, it's, that's so substantiated now as well. That's from then, it's from, from 2010, there's a, right, a okay. lad came out and said like, Jeffrey Dahmer bummed me. Oh my God. Okay. That's uh, that's pretty serious. But I mean, like that is, that's sexual domination. That's power. Like that's kind of. He's exercising his power now. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? That wasn't even the reason why he left the army. <laughs> why, why, why did he leave? Due to prolonged alcohol abuse, oh Lord. he was allowed to leave, or rather he asked to leave the army. Man for the bags of cans. After yeah. two short, bummy years, yeah. apparently. So he's in ba- Baumholder. Baumholder. Baumholder is, Baumholder is, is very Baumholder, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So he moved to Florida then, where he went deep into his alcoholism and ended up homeless for a time. Yeah. Sleeping Jesus. on the beach and shit. I don't know, it's beach. sleeping on a beach and working in a deli. Like that's a very random fact. Like you yeah, know, I like, wouldn't be getting sandwiches out that like raping soldiers and then fucking making chicken fillet rolls at night. Like that's. Do they have chicken fillet rolls in Florida? I, I don't think so. Well, do you know what? I they feel should. like they are a very Irish. We should thing. start like a Landis in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Fortune. Um, but yeah, he he ended up he ended up sleeping on the beach and uh, his dad. He was ringing his dad, going, "Dad, send me money." And his dad was going, "I won't send you money, but I send you a ticket." And he's like, "Ah, no, I just stay here." Okay. And the alcoholism was kind of taken over, but maybe the alcoholism was a way to stop the awful, awful thoughts. Hang on a minute. Go back for a second. What about this first murder? Nothing. Nothing. It's just Stephen Hicks. So he was in the army after he did yeah. the murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody missed the Stephen Hicks guy. He was like a, he was just a, a, a hitchhiker. Like a he was. vagabond. Wow. Was the 60s. There was kids leaving home all the time, heading out west. Yeah, yeah. And he just got a hitch, hitchhiker and went... Mm, okay. Have you? And come here. Yeah. When when those two soldiers that he bummed came forward with statements, it was like twenty years after. He was twenty dead. years after. But Jeffrey did did Jeffrey mention that he killed someone? Was that something that he bragged about, or was it? Top did he secret? rape somebody? I know uh, that he killed someone. I, I wouldn't think so. To the la- like in the army. Do you know what I, I mean? Would I doubt it. No. He would have been lamped. Like, yeah, you'd be lamped. But if he was if he was raping these two men, obviously he had power over them. He might be like, I've killed a man, so take it. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't fucking tell anyone I kill you too. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I, I think from the whole profile of Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't, like, I mean, I believe her and all that stuff. I don't believe these guys that Jeffrey Dahmer raped them because... It's kind of, it's jumping it's, on a bandwagon. It's way of, over D- D- Dahmer's remit. He was super secretive. He was super careful. He he didn't leave witnesses. Mm. Yeah, okay. Like... It wasn't his calling card. Like, it was kind of... Yeah. He wouldn't be doing that shit. Like, if, yeah. he, if he was doing sexy stuff to your head, it was already removed from your body after you'd been strangled to death. Like, there's nothing... He didn't, he didn't enjoy... He wouldn't leave himself open that much, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And also, later on, it says he didn't enjoy when the men used to wiggle around. He much, he'd much prefer a... A dead? A, a dead, limp, limp kind of a... 
Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so t- tell us what happens when he came home. He came home from uh, Florida from sleeping on the beach and making really dirty sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, he ended up moving back to Milwaukee, right? Yeah, he became a... Uh, what's this? Phlebotomist. What's a phlebotomist? It's a man who works with blood. Phlebotomist. Red flags. Yeah. Red <laughs> flags. Absolutely. He worked in a Milwaukee plasma center. Do you know what? He, it's, he was... Uh, this is... He was, yeah, fired for indecent exposure. Imagine fucking working in a blood shop. Yeah. Being a phlebotomist and just whipping out your fucking... Flute. Your, your willy. Yeah. A flutotomist. <laughs> so while, after he had murdered someone, after he allegedly raped two men, but we don't really believe that or not, now he's working with blood, living with his granny, grandmother. Yeah. And his... His old proclivities. Proclivities. Yeah, he was just fucking getting, he was getting a bit freaky, all his sexy stuff and all his... He was, it was kind of... He was exposing himself So he's already starting To get out of control He was taking fantasy Into reality yeah. He'd already killed someone He'd crossed The Rubicon Of his m- yeah. morality Yeah mm-hmm. And now he's out there Flashing his dick Raping lads Working with blood Keeping it all on the down low From Nanny Still, still, an, still an alcoholic Still like, an I alcoholic assume. As well yeah. Functional And then Oh my god This is just So much better Yeah In 1985 <laughs> He got a job as a chocolate mixer. And now that's not a euphemism. That is not, it's, yeah. And would work seven not as, days not a week. grinder by yeah. Isn't that a bit weird that he went from blood to chocolate? Maybe, Listen, maybe a bit, bit from column A, a bit from column B. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. He used to work seven days a week to keep him off the streets, he said. He, if, he, if he had any days off, he'd end up doing some shit. So to keep him off the streets is in he. So did he know what he was doing was really wrong? That's but that's the thing. We have you, to prove that in court. You you'd know? assume if um, if he got fired for indecent exposure, then there could have been police involvement, and it, it might have been, or it might have been to keep some kind of parole officer, or police, or somebody off his case. He was he was arrested, and he got a fine of fifty dollars. Yeah, for for, for, for whopping his cock out. Okay. <laughs> Wop is a great onomatopoeic sound. He whopped out his cock and he got $50 fine. I mean, straight in. At those times, people weren't going like, now, and don't be doing that again. You get another $50. Yeah. That was it. That was it. 50 quid. Now go over there to that chocolate factory and mix chocolate seven days a week and put your cock back in your pants. It was at the chocolate factory that he got his first offer of consensual sex, which he declined. Right. But it empowered him to try the gay scene in Milwaukee. Yeah. He, he moved from a chocolate factory to a chocolate stabber. <laughs> oh, Je- Jeffrey and drag. Yeah. Richard, yeah. It's all about it. Okay. So he got right. out, he started going around the bathhouses and he was, you know, the bathhouses like a, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, steam yeah, like, rooms and all this. Yeah, like yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Easy access to, you know, f- uh, floppy damp cocks. Yeah. <laughs> and... Won't be floppy. Surely wrong. they'd be, ha- be hard if they were in a sex Well, I mean, thing. it's very hard. To, the, the, the higher it's the temperature, hard, stop. you know, and then you're, mm. you know, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, well, or not. Ah. So he's on he, in under the towel, giving him an old, old gick or a tickle. And these guys were moving around too much. He didn't like that. He was like, oh, you're moving and making noise. And can you just pretend to be dead? And they were like, this what? is we- this is weird, man. This is weird. He asked him so. So at this point, he is very openly gay. He is. I mean, he's in the bathhouse, or he's cruising. Like he's cruising. Kinda, yeah, he's having a. He's he's having running around cruising and perusing. He's running through the forest of dicks with his mouth open. Yes, maybe a little bit running yeah. backwards through a cornfield of Mickey's, metaphorically, and he ended up speaking. then trying to get this fantasy of having someone who just wouldn't move. Uh, by by drugging the people's drinks in the bathhouse and then they'd like start to nod off and then he'd do sexy stuff to them or with them or on them. 
And is that why he got wow. like barred from the bathhouses? Yes. <laughs> barred from the bathhouses. Jesus Christ. And he, had to, and he had to escalate that then into going into the gay bars. And then he found lads that would go home with him. And he's like, oh, this is cool. Now we can go home and they can do this stuff. So he used to bring lads home from the gay bars and they'd have sex in the bed. But the lads would be all like moving around and touching them and all. And he's like, would you just lie there? Oh. And they're all like, yeah, but I want this. Like, just don't move. Just don't fucking move. Just, just, just be dead. Just be dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's, you know, that's a strong opening gambit if you're taking someone home for the first time. Like, do you know what? Like, they're, obviously, they're like, you know, everyone has their kinks. Super and lazy the, lover. But everyone has their kinks mm. and everyone has their freakiness. But like, that's, that's, a, that's surely another line where you go, listen, Raul, if you can just lie there and be lie dead. there. Yeah. Oh. So then what he, did, what he used to do with these lads that he brought home is like, okay, listen, this is all right. I, I you know, I'm just going to go and have a piss. Um, do you want a drink? Oh sure, Raúl. Raúl would love uh, maybe a glass of uh, uh, red wine, uh, vino roja, and uh, it's like okay, a and Miller he, High Life, and he fucking <laughs> put sleeping pills in full Cosby, full Cosby. And you come in here to Jeffrey Dahmer's house, and you expect to get a drink. And why did none of these men come forward? Because they came a different way. <laughs> <laughs> backwards. Yeah, backwards. They came backwards. <laughs> They pushed back on it. That's what it was. They were just like, ah, this fucking lad. Or maybe I had too much to drink. Or yeah, yeah, it was classic. just a bit, yeah, yeah. It was just a bit weird. Again, strange time. Strange yeah. time. Yeah. And and I I guess I know nothing of it, but I mm. guess like, if you are out having anonymous sex with random dudes or girls, yeah, and some fucking odd shit happens, you're like, oh, that was weird. Oh, was that weird? And you just take it away with you. Yeah. And you hope that it wasn't a rape or whatever. Mm. Yeah. You know the way people do these but days. You know, it's like, it's, it's kind of, it, it's, yeah, you probably border, like a lot of borderline, like rape scenario, like non-consensual alcohol and drugs scenarios happen, I'd say, nightly. Across yeah, the world, of course, yeah. And people are just like, "Whoa, that was mad." Yeah. I'm glad I'm not dead. Like that yeah, could have been yeah, a, yeah. like, let's not turn this rape into a murder. Like you know, this kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's like definitely in the 70s, you probably don't want to be walking into a police station in uh, in America and being like, "Hey, listen, my name is Raúl, and yeah. I was at a club last night. I met this guy, and I go home to his house because I want to fuck, and yeah. now he he put something in my drink, and I wake up, and yeah, they battered the shit out of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. But yeah, genuinely, and you'd yeah. already been fucking battered. Like it was, yeah. it was not. <laughs> It was not a good time <laughs> to like Harvey. Be better than my asshole and my emotion. <laughs> I feel bad now. So basically, at this point, he has killed someone. He's in the army. Unsubstantial, unsubstantiated reports of rape. Um, he is working. He's like fired from being a phlebotomist. Um, yeah, to from Essen for for from whip, whipping out, pulling it out. Did he ever actually get it. freaky with the blood? Oh, I would imagine so. He did. Mm. He did at home when he had all of his bodies. Yeah. So there's there's a gap now here in our story that you can find from basically any Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through the victims uh, a little bit later on. But at this point now from, say, 1978, 79 until 1991, he would collect up all of his all of his victims. He would go meet them in certain places. And we'll detail all that stuff towards the end. He killed 17 people that he admitted to. Including uh, uh, Mr. Nix that spread all over there. Yeah. So just the these are floor. men just like Raul. We'll go through them all at the end, but okay. I want to tell it in, in the way so that we're not distracted by the murders, right, more so course. the man and how how it transpired. Mm, mm. So it was more of like an offer of sex and they come back or an offer of this and they come back. The so one that he much. got caught for, this arrest that he got caught for, yeah. Marcus, tell us about how he got lamped finally. 
So, um, is this, it's ni- 82, I assume, is it? 1992. It's 1992. That is so mental. I didn't realise that this was within my lifetime. This yeah, is it's like, pretty close. Like, yeah, I always kind of assumed that that's like way the 70s. back when. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. seems so, like a 70s murderer. Right? Yeah. On the 22nd of July, 1992, uh, Dahmer offered $100, 100 shiny dollars to three men to take nude pictures of them in his apartment. So at this point, he's been pretty bold. Yeah. Um, this is like, this is, you know, he's yeah, asking for it now. But this is, uh, as we find with all the murderers that we've ever gone on the show, yeah. uh, these guys escalate. They start off a little bit. Yeah, and they, they, they get confident. They get cockier, confident yeah. and it escalates. Yeah. The empowerment and all of that kind of stuff. So I got away with it again. Yeah. Um, 32-year-old Tracy Edwards took the offer and went with him. Um, Dahmer handcuffed him while he was distracted by the fish tank. Yeah, yes. that is. Hang on, that is. <laughs> that is. That is. Oh, look, something sentence. shiny. No, literally, they no, went into the apartment. He's like, "Come like, on in here." So Edwards walked in and he was like, "There's a fucking bang of like old shite around here. What the fuck?" But they're oh, fish tank. At that point, there was like a 54 gallon uh, blue drum that had three men's torsos in it in the middle of the room that was in formaldehyde and shit. And it's like the fucking bang of dead farts in here, right? Yeah. And, and then Edwards. Uh, Dammer comes up to Edwards and goes, Hey, do you like my fish tank? And he went, Huh? And he, and he put the put the cuffs on him. That is like, hey, wait a minute now. That must have been a hell of a fish tank. I mean Like he must have had some some scorpion fish in there. Some, <laughs> it could have been just been like, look over there, and then it's <laughs> so, what a route well, like what a what a what a childish way to like he was in the door to that the is like, and you're like Do you remember like, do you remember the old like Adam West Batman? Yes. That sounds like something the Joker would do. Yeah. Mm. Look at that. Look, there's a fish tank. <laughs> oh, he's thrown a bomb into the city. Or like, like squirt you with a fucking a flower on your lapel yeah. or something. Yeah. But So he, he was distracted by the fish tank and took out a knife and told Edwards he was going to take nude photos of him. Dude, like that, Threatened him and said, get your fucking clothes off. So, oh, okay. so he was like, but then he was also like, I'm going to eat your so heart. Did, oh, yeah. Because Edwards Ooh. was like, fuck you, motherfucker. And Damar was like, if you don't do it, I'm going to cut your heart out and eat it. Fucking hell. Fuck. So Edwards plans an escape and asked to go to the bathroom. And while Jeffrey lost concentra- concentration, Edward punched him in the face and ran out the front door. Yeah. Go on, Edwards. So Edwards is the first one that's kind of like... Ever escaped, yeah. Screw yeah. you. Incredible. Because he, he didn't get him as part of like a date. We'll see later on. He didn't get him as part of a date or he didn't get him as part of like some social situation where you could be drugged or, you know. Oh, yeah, or like he was completely sober, yeah. realistically, probably going yeah. into it. So at 11.30 p.m. that night, Edwards flagged down two police officers and told them what happened. And when the police went to Dahmer's apartment... Jeff told them he had indeed placed the handcuffs on the victim with no explanation. Yeah. Other than fish tanks. <laughs> the lad went to him and was like, that's the motherfucker who put handcuffs on me. And then the police were like, uh, Mr. Dahmer, did you uh, put handcuffs here on Mr. Edwards? Oh, yes. And why did you do that? He has them on, don't he? Like, yeah, oh, real like, evasive, real weird. Just like, like just being a bit weird. Just being odd. Like, mm. like, yeah, well, sure, we were doing some stuff like basically going like, well, we were going to fuck each other and I'm into handcuffs maybe. And it was like a little bit of a wink and a yeah, nod. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's what it was. It probably, do you know what? It was a good a good avenue to go down because the police officer could have been like, oh, listen. This is too this is, I'm not too, into too this gay, gay shit. Yeah. Not into yeah. this gay shit. Yeah. So um, it's, he stayed strangely calm yeah. as the officers searched the house. Uh, Dahmer got weird and wild when the police found the Polaroids. I assume this is Polaroids of victims pre-murder. Yeah. So had he had pre was, and post. So he had uh, uh, like uh, 74 Polaroids of 
all of his victims in various states of dismemberment. Shit. Okay. Well, yeah, I can understand well, why you would. Freak but he was out totally a sound bit. until the cops put their hand on a little on the little shoebox full of polarizers. Like, yeah. So, blah, so and the, then he freaked out. The cops had found the bodies and stuff. Like he was caught at this point. He was lamped. Yeah. But it's it was yeah. the polaroids. They hadn't found the bodies. So they were like okay. looking around the house. So and they were like, "That drama's weird." Uh, found the polaroids. Found the polaroids. And then he's he's kicking off. He's resisting arrest. Probably yeah. throwing a couple of slaps. Um, and then here is the here is this is the yeah. this is the money shot. This they they opened the fridge. Yeah, can you imagine? And there was an otter in it. No, <laughs> probably looking for a can of Sidona or something. Yeah. They opened the fridge and saw the freshly severed heads on the bottom shelf. Um, and that Jeff came down. And he calmed down. He almost accepted yeah, that he was, he was fucked. Like, ah, fuck it. And I've, he, I've been fucked. Yeah. And this this incredible for what I did. I should be dead. That's the, what he muttered under his breath, yeah. Imagine. Yeah. So he knew, like, at that point, some shit was gone down. There was a story from one of the cops that was investigating the, the apartment, mm. and he said that my my partner opened up the fridge, and when he retells the story to us later on, he says, uh, I opened up the fridge, and then I heard a woman screaming. But only then did he realize that it was he himself who had screamed. Oh, my god! And you're like... What? It was so traumatic when he opened the fridge and saw two severed heads that he screamed like a girl. And then and then went, Jesus, anyone else hear that scream? It's like, dude, that was you. It's like, really? Oh, fuck. Imagine going to like cop school and thinking that you were going to be a traffic <laughs> warden. You know, all I'm going to be doing is directing traffic, going to get my lollipop. Fuck well, hell. I guess the detectives are the guys that know that they're going to be seeing some dead shit. But these cops who just showed up. Yeah, there were two, there were two, two B, B cops. cops. Yeah, yeah. So they're not like. They're just there to. Yeah. They're just there to keep, to, keep the peace. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. So then, so they, they found the heads in the fridge and then... Yeah, Taz, here's, here's the menu. I do don't you know if Taz through, wants to do it, maybe. Do you, okay, do, you, you I have do a stronger it? stomach, oh, maybe. So listen, they, fa- they found seven skulls, oh my God. some painted <gasps> and some bleached, uh, trays of dripped and congealed blood. Oh so my wait, that's the, the phlebotomist stuff. Trays of congealed blood. Yeah, he had like the the, 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 the crisper in the fridge was like filled with blood. Oh my God. <laughs> then he God. had like bacon oh trays filled with uh, the adrenaline. Two people. human hearts. Oh, oh my God. And then arm and leg muscles. And then this is the like an entire torso. Like torsos are fucking big. That was in the freezer, um, yeah. A large bag of human organs. Uh, two entire skeletons. Like this is what? an impr- This was just all in his flat. Like yeah, a pair, a, f- a so few he's, pairs. He's not living with his grandmother at this point. No, no, he's living in a flat in Milwaukee. Yeah. So okay, okay. Then he has a few pairs of severed hands, a selection of severed and pre- preserved penises, penis, penis, penises, penis eye, penis eyes, a bag of dicks. Yeah, he had a selection had, you know what? of preserved. Penises. You know that classic, like man, you need to just go eat a bag of dicks. That's, Dammer was like that that's was where a they got fucking it. great idea that's Jeffrey Dammer that's he invented that nah. you need to eat a bag of dicks yeah? nah no. okay so no <laughs> yeah but then there, Sorry, was, there was more there was more so so far yeah they found like all the trays of blood and blood, hearts, hearts and like that. muscle and torso three dicks. dismembered bodies in a 57 gallon drum in the middle of the living room do you know what's actually mad is that like the cops came into the apartment and were like looking around and it was only when he found the Polaroids that the shit kicked off. Yeah. But the, he had a fucking drum of dismembered bodies in the middle of the room and they were like, oh. But it was sealed like so you couldn't really yeah, yeah, read yeah. They were probably it. distracted by the fish tank. Exactly. <laughs> it's an excellent, excellent fish tank. Mm. Yeah. There was arms and legs and a few and the, the, basically the parts of three men were in this big blue drum and it was sealed at the top and they put a thing so on the top of it. at this oh point were, my gosh. were people did they know that there was a serial killer on the loose? The gay no. men were going missing or is this just no. kind of... Nothing. No Absolutely. clue. So there wasn't even anything to link him nope. to like, oh, this is, this nope. must be the guy. It's not zero Zodiac clue. killer shit. Like nope. it's... And he got 15 men in Milwaukee. What? 
and he killed uh, uh, two other people. One was his first murder, and one was. Holy shit. And like, what was he planning to do in with the bodies? Was he planning? Because obviously, with eat the them. first, was he planning to eat them all? Yeah, he was just eating all of them. Oh, his neighbor said of his apartment in Milwaukee, "We never saw him going in and out with grocery bags." So his diet was exclusively human. Like one would, one would only surmise that that Fuck. would be the case. That's well, like. Oh, he, what was he preserving them in and stuff? Like the ones, the body's in acid. Surely, it's not well, an acid. Maybe like formaldehyde. He had stuff in the. Uh, it sounds like he wasn't preserving a lot of them. No, he was. He was just throwing them in the fridge and just eating them, oh, like freezing throwing. them. And what t- what timeline is this? Uh, we're talking like nineteen seventy eight to nineteen ninety one. Jesus. So it's like one one a year he was doing. Pretty much, like on average, there was some that came clustered together. We'll see now. 90, nineteen eighty eight. And 1989 were very, like, prolifically busy for him. And in 1991, he had two or three murders. But I mean, like, if, at the if end he of time. had This is why he's still working in the, the truck factory. No, no. He, he, he is, did the candy he is shop. quit and he's doing various odd jobs. But yeah. this is all through the 80s. Like, he, in 85, yeah, he was working in a chocolate factory. And at the same time, killing people and bringing them home to the house. But only rarely. Jesus. Oh. And he went the, through only a whole, the odd time. Yeah, he went like through a, a whole plethora of other jobs. Yeah. <laughs> He went through a plethora of other jobs in the late 80s, mm. um, but it obviously facilitated him being able to go and cruise for tail and mm. bring the lads home and then up gnashing their arse and not in a good way. And was there any sort of, uh, like, were the lads similar build, similar size, similar height? That's the thing he said. There were A lot of them were black. I think it was out of uh, 15, I think more than half were black. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. There was two or three uh, Latinos and then mm-hmm. the other guys were white. And he said it wasn't uh, like the sexual proclivity towards that race. It was more the body type. So they had like a swimmer's body yeah. and he wanted to do stuff to their body. Now, I would wonder is that the same body as the jogger's body that he would fantasize about when he was Interesting. A this kind of thing. So there were small, young, fit, lithe, like Fit broad man. but fit dudes like small but but big if you know what I mean. attractive, yeah probably. Uh, yeah attractive yeah. as well they and you the, can see the, the pictures the inver- of the lads the inverted all, pyramid yeah the upside down triangle they're yeah. all good looking Dorito. wide shoulders mm. yeah like fit bodies and and Dammer wasn't dissimilar to that but yeah. like obviously he couldn't just have a normal sexual relationship and go like hey i like you do you want to go for a drink obviously and not yeah he's like oh yeah have I this drink it'll make you go sleep and I'll then i'll have a couple of pints of congealed blood in the fridge if yeah. you want it <laughs> i'll kill fucking eat you and maybe not in that order like jesus weird right? that was some hall that the cops found seven like 15 bodies worth of parts you know it was like a museum the people said when they took it out of there and they were putting it all out they put it all out in a big massive table all the parts and like this is like a fucking death museum like this is like a morgue Jesus. I can't believe he got away with it up until that point. Clean. And he got caught a couple of times. He was caught one time uh, with a body in the, in the, he had some young Asian man, 14 year old, I think was one of them. Euthanasia. Oh, yeah, the euthanasia. Yeah. And it, the child was unconscious. He wasn't even dead. He was unconscious. Oh, I heard about this. And he was bringing the child. Yeah. Uh, and the cops pulled him over and they said, what's the fucking crack? And he's like, oh, this is my boyfriend. He's after drinking too much. And <gasps> because... You know, what? I guess Asian people look quite young, even when they're old. And your man couldn't go like, well, he looks like a kid. He's like, yeah, he's Asian. And also like, you know, ba ba ba. And you turn why, up, why, you turn up the game. It's him? like, it's yeah. my Filipino boyfriend or whatever. And but like, why wouldn't you believe him? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the guy just goes like, oh, yeah, you're fucking, you're bringing that kid home to fuck him. He's like, he's not a kid. He's my boyfriend. I was like, oh, okay. And he brought that kid home and killed him, killed him, him and ate him. Uh, but the thing was, fuck. half an hour later, he was hungry again. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you can catch that. Oh. So, uh, that story is sweet answer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. 
it's oh uh, God, that isn't, is, that, isn't, that, isn't that fucked like that is ooh. so football like again like similar to what we were saying with his upbringing why would you think anything different this is it so he got arrested mm-hmm. uh, they found all the stuff and after he was arrested, he was questioned by this guy, Detective Patrick Kennedy. And the interview lasted 60 hours combined over a couple of days. 60 hours. Yeah. yeah. So he basically just went, I'm lamped. I'm going to spill my guts. And we did an as episode long on this uh, episode. Yeah. We did an episode on uh, Ed Kemper. And yeah, Ed Kemper yeah. did the same. At 24. Kemp, he's the he, guy in, my, in Mindhunters. Mindhunter. Yeah. He's yeah. the lad who. So what's, what time we got him? Chopped off his ma's head and fucked her neck hole. Yeah. What? But yeah. basically, he was one of the first people to, like, just talk. They. they Built the profile of a standard Ooh, serial killer off yeah. the interviews of him. He, yeah. he used to, he used to bring women home and dismember them and and sexually violate them and stuff because his ma was like really overpowering and overbearing. Yeah, uh, you can listen to that episode as well. But it's the mm. same it's the same type of thing. Like you want to have power, you know, over mm. the person. And the best way to have that is to kill them. Well, I mean, first, do you know? Mm. Um, so sixty hours was this was this like huge dialectic this huge diatribe out of Dahmer to say like this is how I do the thing so this he's he, why I did it and all like Kennedy has all of that stuff you can you can look through the transcripts of those interviews and all as soon it. as soon as he was caught it was like he was like okay you got me like, this you, is the crack well like in fairness what was he gonna say but he could have just said like oh no I'm I'm crazy I you know go oh, full okay, shaggy fair, fair, yeah. Yeah. Or, or I'm saying nothing like but he did yeah. what did he mutter under his breath again he kind of he goes I should be killed for these things that I've yeah. done I deserve so, to die for what I've done. I should be dead or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now he's under. He's under. Uh, you know, under the lights of this interviewer. Uh, he was coming down also from a long booze and streak. And in this interview, Kennedy said that he was vacillating from being quite calm and lethargic to being like wild and, and expressive, a borderline manic, like stomping up and down, pointing and giving out all this stuff. And uh, he readily admitted to murdering 16 men in Wisconsin and then Stephen Hicks in Ohio in 1978. He just wow. said, yeah, that's all them. And he, he said, like, the, the three lads in the in the drum, I think one lad is this lad, one lad. And he was able to name them all out. And then he described all of the murders and he told her the process of, and this is weird. Get on this. Taz yeah. is going to put her f- hands to her face again for this one. Oh, God. There was a process he called, uh, uh, like, zombification right. that he attempted. Yeah. So he described in detail why the skulls that were found all had a weird hole in them. They're like, why is there a hole in the skull, Jeff? Oh, God. So he said that mm. he confessed to eating the hearts and the livers and the biceps and the thighs of the victims oh and preserving the heads in the fridge freezer. But he preserved a, a, a total of seven skulls and the entire skeletons of two victims. And all the seven skulls had holes in them mm. because he wanted to zombify these victims. So imagine you're oh going home. Yeah. Mm. With some dude. Yeah. And then he drugs you. So you're a bit yeah, sleepy. Yeah, yeah. And he drilled a hole in their still living head and poured in uh, hydrochloric acid or he poured in boiling water <gasps> to try and like fry the brain. Right. So that they'd stay alive, but they'd also be totally passive and lie there and just be like zombified. And he'd feed them like baby food and then have oh like gosh. a living zombie sex slave. Wow. Oh that's my what he, God. That's what he tried to do. Yeah. Wow. How fucked oh is that? Oh my god, that is so fucked. So while you're still alive and you're mad over on benzos and some lads like, zzz, zzz, like drilling holes in your head. And Jesus. And then pouring stuff, pouring. Oh, pouring and a, did, it, did it work? No, they almost all died immediately. Yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't know how brains work, obviously. But that's the thing is like, mm, if he had lobotomized them or done something, he would, like, is he going to keep a fucking sex slave in his apartment the whole time? Like, what's the crack? Do you know? Yeah. Jesus. 
Like that's a crazy wish. Yeah, very crazy wish. But like also he is he is readily admitting to all of this. Yeah, he so just like says, he Yeah, you got me. This this, this is why I did this. Hands Tri- up. Yeah, you wh- got me. Why wouldn't he do that? Yeah. Plus the fact later on we find out that he, he tried for an insanity plea and doing that crazy shit would probably lead towards not getting time in hard jail that you'd end up in a nice mental institution and mm. yeah. you get all those crazy drugs that means that he wouldn't have to drink loads anymore. Yeah. Because obviously being a mad alcoholic the way he was. He was dependent. He was dependent yeah. on it and you get put in jail and you're not getting nothing. You're not getting That's, getting that's whiskey, worse. Yeah. So from the seven skulls that he had uh, and the entire skeletons of two victims, he wanted to make an altar in his house around this black table. It's and he was going to use the bones and the skulls of his victims. Oh my God. And when he was asked by Kennedy, why did you want to do that? He said, I wanted to make an altar. I said, who did you want to make an altar for? And he said, I wanted to make an altar for me. And he wanted it to, quote, be a place for quiet reflection. Oh my God. So he was going to like what? meditate in front of a table made out of the skulls and bones of his... His dinners, basically. His victims. Imagine that. Oh, my God. It's something so... It's so, like... It's so weird. It's so it's, weird. It's, it's, it's reflecting. It's not even... Yeah. It's not even a worshipping. It's a, like a... It's that kind of like... Yeah, almost kind of step back thought. Yeah. I'm not even oh. regarding them as people. This is just for me and I'm reflecting on my thing. It's like... Do you, do you remember Hey Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> Olga had yeah. a shrine made of Arnold's old chewing gum. Oh. And, like, she would, she would actually lash out at him. Um, because she liked him, so maybe this lad, Olga, just fancied these guys, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's and it's his way." That's Mm. oh. So then, after all of this, Jeff got got sent to sent to trial. Dammer's on trial. The trial began the thirtieth January nineteen ninety two, and he was tried for fifteen counts of murder, and he pled guilty on all charges. No, no question. Yeah, he did, however, plead insanity, and the trial wasn't to determine his guilt, but to determine his status. Uh, as far as being insane goes. Mm. So he claimed that he understood the criminality of his crimes, but he couldn't help the impulses. This was the, the argument. So Dr. Fred Berlin uh, testified that Dahmer wasn't able to be responsible for his conduct at the time that he committed the crimes because he was suffering from paraphilia, specifically necrophilia. Paraphilia is the desire to have sex with things. Right. Uh, yeah. Or, or uh, uh, something other than like normal yeah normal sex yeah and necrophilia pedophilia all of those things fall in underneath that okay and fred berlin was a a a forensic psychologist that was working for the defense now the claim was rejected by the prosecution and it was proven to the jury by the fact that (laughs) he basically tried to make these sexy zombies out of the lads that he abducted there's an element of premeditation Uh, to it yeah yeah Yeah. they said that uh he he didn't want a, a a dead body but more a submissive live body so obviously necrophilia wasn't a defense there because he's like, his defense are gone. He, he, he's he got necrophilia. It's a disease. And it's like, well, why do you try and keep him alive then? By pouring yeah, shit true. in their heads. Yeah. Telling porcupines. Yeah. Like, that's totally, I'm on the side of the jury there, right? Because yeah. we got to get off the fence at yeah, the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was also deemed that necrophilia couldn't be used as a defense later on. That'll be uh, in other cases that we talk about. Uh, similarly, pedophilia can't be used as a defense. He can't say, oh yeah, I fucked all those kids because I'm insane. You're like, nah, dude. Yeah. You're a fucking pedo. So the final witness for the prosecution was a forensic psychologist called Park Dietz, who said that he didn't believe Dahmer was suffering from any mental disorder, and he backed it up by pointing out that Dahmer went to great lengths to make sure he was alone with the victim and that there were no witnesses. So that that shows that he's not a, a crime of passion or a crime of insanity, mm. a crime of compulsion. He said that the crimes weren't impulsive, that he had to prepare also by drinking lots of alcohol, meaning that if he had an irresistible urge to kill, he wouldn't have to drink before doing so to numb whatever mm. crazy mm. shit was going to happen. Uh, he used to have to drink to commit the crime, which 
he said later on he would rather not do. And then later on he claims to be like insane and compulsively murderous. You're like, mm, doesn't match up, man. Yeah. Doesn't match no, up. No, no, no. So in the two hour closing statements that the defense and the prosecution gave, the defense claim that Dahmer was suffering from a sickness that he, quote, discovered and not chose. Oh, for the love of God. Yeah. I discovered this. I only found it. I knew like it wasn't a, it wasn't a choice. Uh, and I think those kind of arguments take away from, you know, people who are gay or people who might be like transgender that they're like, oh, yeah, you chose to be like that. And these are all choices and stuff. Uh, obviously, it's not a choice, but I, I really don't like the way pedophiles are like lumping now in with the LGBT and they're saying I was born this way, just like gay people. And if you can get with gay people, why can't you understand me? And you're like, mm, no, no. Draw the line it's not there, the same Jimmy. fucking thing, yeah. man. No. Get back in your horse. You know? Yeah. So the crimes were not impulsive. Uh, so the prosecution described Dahmer as a sane man in full control of his actions who went to great lengths to avoid detection. I would agree. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we'll get it, off the It all seems the premeditated. Like that's, of course. Yeah, yeah. like prepared. There, like. there is no, oh, I was just walking down the street and I just got hit with an urge to club someone yeah. to death. And I saw this guy and I couldn't not kill him and hate him mm. and yeah. fuck him. And not in that I order. feel that way about sausage rolls when I'm drunk. <laughs> 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 I mean, can I have all of them? And the tray. How much for the tray? Uh, on the 15th of February... Uh, Dahmer was on the 15th February 1992 uh, Dahmer was uh, ruled sane and sentenced to life in prison plus 70 years for each count of the 15 counts of murder so that's a long time so he's in there he's behind the doors yeah big time so in Wisconsin there is no death penalty but Judge Graham who who was the, the presiding judge said that he regrets the fact that Wisconsin abolished the death penalty in 1853 and I think a lot of people do too now I don't know if you watch the videos. I, I guess I could send you one or two. There's a, a, like a four minute video of members of all the families of Dahmer's victims coming forward and giving a little statement and saying, uh, you fucking killed my brother or you killed my cousin. Say that's pretty harrowing. Like that's... It, it's unprecedented. Mm. They don't usually do that shit. Mm. In fact, even for, for Dahmer's trial, they brought in kids from school to sit at the back as part of a scared straight program to go like, don't fucking get in cars with strangers because they do this what? shit. Yeah. So he was, he, they made an example of him big time. Well, they the said, don't be, take, don't be taking hitchhikers. Don't be going, I know you're all mad for the sexing and all, but just don't be going off with mad stra- anonymous sex with strangers because you'll end up a fucking head in someone's fridge and your dick is for lunch. <laughs> do you know? Not not ideal. It's fucking early bird. Get yeah. the dick. Yeah. Early bird though. gets the worm, right? Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> so I, I think we're running out of time. So I, I don't think we'll go through each of the victims. What I'll do is I'll make a um I'll make a post of each of the ones and yeah. describe exactly what happens. We're not like I mean I know we're talking about skulls and dicks and mate and all this stuff, but like the you can find it with the victims on other shows. I'm not. I'm not mad what? about doing that it's, in every episode. The, the, yeah, the whole fair. thing of just because like, making fun of Dahmer is cool, but like talking about the victims, victims maybe who, is yeah. not. Yeah, 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 sex zombies is the thing that really yeah kind of sideswiped me. And I don't Big know time. about you, Taz, if that kind of got you as well. That like the this whole zombification thing was like that's who would think that shit. But that's you know? like who would think that? Because I mean, do you know what? Like up until that point, he seemed like a functional enough guy he had a job yeah. and like he was doing bits he could and, like, get along like, I mean he's shown his dick in work but who hasn't done that but, I know listen it's mm. <laughs> well I don't do comedy and no it's like <laughs> um, but it is that whole thing that like he was picking people up in social scenarios and everything like yes. that but that is like it's all it's all crazy it's all crazy it's all crazy but that is like several levels of crazy above the rest of the crazy yeah he was going up to people like uh, people at bus stops he was meeting people in gyms he was uh, meet seeing people at a party like i'm just looking through some of these uh he 
<laughs> he offered to uh, show people like different exercises in the gym, like bodybuilders and stuff like that. Because he like Dan he was, was built, j- yeah. jacked himself. Uh, did he? Did um, he look at look for people who maybe? weren't always surrounded by friends or looked like loners i, I don't think they were they were profiled like that i think like, it was how, like what, how did he think he was going to get away with it yeah like oh that uh, did you see that uh, fucking anthony went off on a date with that new guy what's his name Dahmer. oh yeah yeah jeff yeah i know jeff Anthony went on a date with him have you seen him since no no nah. yeah i seen jeff wearing his jacket yeah, <laughs> do you know what the fuck? I, I I understand. I can't understand it either. Like from 1987 to 1991 was like a prolific time for his killings. Yeah, doing four, five, six a year. And did he get them in close proximity? Yeah, he got them into his fucking house. I know, but like, yeah, I suppose. Do you know That's, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So cruising the gay scene and then bringing lads home and, and like, whoosh, there you go. And did he know the names of all of them? I'm sure he knew he, he knew when he when he met them like but they were all identified yeah, yeah. afterwards because their body parts were left of all course. over the house god bless him <laughs> fucked you know but the, the the one part that I want to talk about is the untimely but possibly just death uh, of Dahmer so on the 28th of November 94 Dahmer left his cell uh, in prison to go on his work so he detail. did he did get put in hard prison yeah yeah he got put like, in prison they, they found him saying he ended up going yeah. to uh, um, the correctional facility in Wisconsin and he ended up getting 700, 800 years yeah. to, to sit behind bars. And uh, uh, in 1994, just uh, like a year and a bit after being incarcerated, mm. he ended up going out with his work detail, which was cleaning the, the gym bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a communal shower they were, they were cleaning. And he was out at 8 o'clock in the morning with two fellow inmates, Jesse Anderson and Christopher Scarver. And a few minutes later, he was discovered on the floor with extreme head and facial wounds after being bludgeoned, it seems, to death by a 20-inch metal bar from the gym dumbbells. Uh, and then uh, his head was repeatedly struck oh. against the wall and floor. Jeff was then rushed to a nearby hospital and died. He was pronounced dead on arrival. So oh. Scarver, the perpetrator yeah. of this crime, him? he was already serving a life sentence for murder so that he committed one? in 1990. But he was just like a you know a street killer. He wasn't a serial killer. He's just some lad, killed a lad in 1990. And uh, the other guy, Anderson, also suffered similar wounds and he died two days later as well. Scarver's thought to be schizophrenic. Wow, okay. The two right. lads were annoying him before they started their detail. They were poking him at the end of the mop, and Scarver was like, Y'all better stop poking me with that mop now. I don't care. And then he just flipped. And he just flipped, and he took a bar out of the back of his pants, and he bet the two lads and to fucking death. smashed oh. their face up the ground and killed them. Fuck. Yeah. Now, there is talk that uh, he got two, like Scarver obviously got two additional life sentences for each of the killings, mm. and the public considered him a hero for, for ending the life of this monster. But. Scarver in interviews years later said he killed them both because they had, you know, poked him and annoyed him. Aggravated him. Mm-hmm. I think, is that is that good enough reason to kill somebody? They say he had schizophrenia, but uh, Scarver also talked of Dahmer in jail and said he was a prick. Everyone hated him. He needed an escort to walk around and he used to give abuse to the prisoners and to the guards. So much so that he, he would like uh, taunt them but in the in the canteen by making like little uh, bones and little feet and faces out of the mashed potatoes and putting tomato sauce on them and pretending like he was eating people's bodies and stuff like that. And everyone's like, Dammer's a fucking weirdo. But remember the Dammer of, of the teenage years who was a prankster and a weirdo. And yeah, a so like, yeah. that never went away. That, that, like, that's, do you know what? It's this mad mm. thing that like, yeah, it do never, it, it doesn't recede. It kind of, it's, that was his personality. So Scarver uh, says that it, was, it wasn't premeditated, that it was like a, an act of, of uh, passion through annoyance or whatever. So do you think... But he had taken the fucking bar out of the bar. Yeah, of the yeah, that's what I'm like. Just just. But like a lot, a lot of lads in prison would carry a shank or would carry some kind of weapon or especially... Yeah, but this lad was walking through the gym into the gym bathroom and then ended up pulling out a gym equipment and baiting two lads 
to death, to death. in the gym. And um, Scarver's here claiming the guards put them together yes. on that work detail with the intention yeah. of letting whatever happened. In an interview from ah, happened 10 years ago. Because there was no death penalty. Exactly. Mm. He said, Dammer is fucking off everybody in the whole prison. He's been yeah. here a year. He's a cunt and he's annoying. And he's famous and he loves it. So the guards were like, listen, Scarver, you're already in for whatever. How about we give you, we look the other way and you bait the shit out of these two lads. And Scarver's like, yeah. And he said in an interview maybe 10 years ago that that's what happened. I don't Jesus. know whether that happened or not. Mm. But it sounds like a bit of justice. Yeah. That, that, because there was no death penalty, the dammer deserved to die. And Scarver's considered a hero for killing him. So like, it's win, win, win there, right? Now, Dahmer said that his fa- to his father before his death that he wished to be cremated and there'd be no grave, no mark or no memory of him. And when he was cremated, his ashes were split between the mother and the father. And two years before his death, the uh, apartment block in downtown Milwaukee where he committed all of these murders and had all those bodies was demolished to stop people coming over looking for cheap trills. Oh, God. And then plans to make a memorial garden in that area or uh, rebuild the building have been just put on hiatus for the last 30 years. So that would never happen in Dublin. Nothing. It I would mean, be rented out to 14 Brazilians within a week. I mean, almost immediately. immediately. Almost. They'd be yeah. outside. They'd, on, yeah. Honestly. They'd, they'd be, be sitting on that shrine. Yeah. They'd be paying yeah. 500 they'd be, euros for a viewing. They'd be mm. bringing the torsos mm. out <laughs> while they were bringing the lads in. Mm. You want to help a car body? <laughs> I bring a big uh, blue bucket uh, What's in the box? It's very heavy. Very heavy. <laughs> very heavy. Um, so yeah, that's Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, that's it's a fucked up story. What that is a fucked story? up story. That yeah. is fascinating though. We're fast running out of time, so I definitely want to get off the fence with you guys. Uh, what we do on the show is ask off the fence. I give you an either or question oh. uh, based on oh. the motivations of, uh, you know, what you think happened, what you really think oh, happened. Okay, and okay, you put okay. your personal opinion on it and you stamp it and go, this is what I really think. Uh, it's not concrete. You can change your mind. We reserve the right to be wrong over here at those conspiracy guys. But uh, if you want to, you know, stay on the fence for one of them, I might push you over to one side or the other. Okay. All right. We get off the fence uh, and we'll start with uh, Taz. Okay. And, we, and we'll go one question. Hit me. One question and we do one each. Okay. So, little Jeff, yes. when he was four, he was happy. When he was five, he was not happy. Is this because his man and dad were boxing the heads off each other and she tried to commit suicide and took all the attention away from him? Or is it because he got a, a, a weird operation and he felt like he was maybe somehow damaged and that gave him that visceral, like being cut open and having the scars and all that stuff in the hernia, it gave him that uh, fascination with the body. Or a third option, because oh. there's three sides oh. to this fence. It's a very, very weird, weird MC Escher it's type of offense. Uh, or is it just like a, 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 a formative time in a young boy's life when he just changes his personality at five? So which is it? Mammy and daddy are fighting, got a mad operation, or... Mammy and daddy are fighting. Do you think? Yeah, I, I don't want to think that because I don't think it's that simple. But again, I kind of do. I think... The man was stone cold crazy. Yeah, the man was stone cold crazy. And we don't really know, do you know? We're here in Lionel's accounts. We're here in Jeff's accounts. What did she do to him? What did she do to him? Mm. You know? He never said. And like, it, the fact that his parents were allowing him to nail a corpse of a dog to a tree, like... I think it was allowed. I think it was just like a thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> you know, like, like... Oh, Jeff, that's a nice dog you got nailed to that tree over there. <laughs> but his parents that. obviously also saw his animal intestines and organs inside yeah. jars. Like, that is a red flag, and parents. And they didn't do some shit. I think it's yeah. his parents. Marcus? Yes. What do you think? Is it the parents having fights and the mom I, trying to kill herself? I think, or, I think it's the parents. Yeah. Like, straight up looking at that. Um, there seems to be a lot of behavior that were like glaring red flags that, yeah. um, do you know what? It's, it's the fact that like he became more introspective and kind of neglected and like, 
It happens to a lot of kids when it they're happens, going to school no, and they're not. Yeah. It happens the, to a lot of kids, but at the same the time, you have like fucking duodenums in jars in a shed. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. you, like that, that. That is one of those things that like you can't put that down as a science experiment. No parent is going to look at that and go, ah, he's just curious about the natural world. Like I think that there's like, a line. I think keeping bugs and bat- butterflies in the jars yeah. is one thing. Yeah, that's one thing. But, but like, then like taking a fucking throwing a kitten and fucking throwing that in a jar is a yeah. very different mm. story. Like a like, possum spleen. I don't think. I don't think. Weird the, man. I don't think the the hernia. Like people get operations all the time and don't go on fucking killing sprees. Yeah. Um. And then it's interesting what you said. It could be like an opiate come down, but at the same time. I think the most likely thing here is that it's just as parents. just as parents. I, I, I do too. My offense is that I think that the ma possibly gave him, you know, bad juju in the brain. Yeah. I think there is something to do with, and the fact that it's mentioned is that he had a hernia operation as a small child, mm. that maybe there was something about like, you know, that was really, really sore. And then, you know, it's still a bit sore. And I want to know, like his quotes were always like, I want to see what it looks like inside. I want to see how it works. So maybe he's going like, why am I so sore? And like the, I want to see how I mm, work inside. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, it's that simple to get inside. Yeah. This is how you get inside you. It's and like, that thing was implanted in very, very young. Psychotic like, mm. curiosity where yeah. it's like, he's not caring about the other people. He just wants to see flesh yeah mm-hmm. and maybe i'm just this is pure speculation yeah. maybe he got his hernia operation and it was down by his little dick yeah, yeah. you get a lot of hernias in right in right the in inner thigh behind yeah. the old man's pubis or whatever mm-hmm. or up, up rice, the fucking rice, dick rice. pipe and yeah. so the, the thing went in there so mm-hmm. later on when he started his wanking career you know we yeah. all we're, young lads are wanking from a very young age mm-hmm. or at least like having an old tickle and a, a little fucking a fiddle yeah he, he's pulling his mickey at 11 and he's also like, there's some scar there and it's reminding him of the thing. It's like mm. the dick and the scar beside oh, you. It's like that my is, insides, my guts. That is. Because there's a weird connection yeah. Yeah, there's, between there's, the sex yeah. and the violence, the sex and the viscera. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe it was around his dick that the operation happened and it just associated so like that with it. when he felt that scar, he felt pleasure. So to him, scar yeah. was pleasure. Yeah. Bingo. Hammer, nail, head, preserved penises in a jar for lunch. Love it. Yo. Yeah. Skull altar. Um, so discovering different sexy stuff do you think that his uh, I guess covered and hidden gay side was the thing that drove him then to be aggressive towards men and, and attack them or is it something that's just deeply rooted in somebody if you want to be a murderer you're born a murderer and he has a necrophilic kind of peccadillo uh, a paraphilia as it were mm-hmm. do you think that it was a thing that was societally formed through the hatred of quote unquote the hatred of gay people at the time he felt like he had to hide it as well as the murders or is it just in him no matter if he likes Cox or flange what do you think i think that um i think he probably saw the gay scene as a bit more of a feeding ground for his actual proclivities like mm-hmm. you look at the the fact that he had a boyfriend that he openly kissed in school yeah the fact that he was like finding guys through curb crawling or in bathhouses or anything like that I'd say Picking that like, lads up at the gym and like, doing all that's yeah. all even like yeah. gay stuff one on one. You look at what he was doing when he was like collecting roadkill, like he was just finding stuff and the the, the fact that like he was hunting. He was hunting. Well that's exactly it. He was I don't think that it's anything to do with like this deeply suppressed hatred for his own homosexuality or anything like that. But I, I, think I was talking about, I was or, talking about the, the hiding parts but, but also I like, I don't even know if his if his killings are sexual in a standard kind of way. They're not yeah. sexual in a like it's 
it's power based. It's, it's like Chikatilo that I told you earlier on. Yeah, yeah. choke your wand and then he could jizz off because yeah. his dick doesn't work properly. Yeah, but so maybe uh, Dammer had some something like that going on. It's, what do I, you think? Does? I, I don't yeah, think. I, like, I, yeah, I think I think it's too coincidental, like not to be linked in some way. Do you mm. know, like he didn't he didn't even throw one woman into the mix. It was were the were the men were the victims gay actually? Some some, some most were. were yeah. Um, I think maybe him hiding his sexuality. He kind of got used to hiding things. He got Very used good to at being lying. secret. Mm. Lying to the cops, he lying, got away. Exactly, getting caught with a young, a young Asian boy yeah. in his arms, and he still got away. You're like, nah, wouldn't happen today. Yeah, nah. like you know, if he was like, I've gotten, I've gotten away with hiding my sexuality for this many years, I can get away with yeah. hiding a murder. That's jumping the gun. Yeah, yes. that's what I, I would agree with that. That, mm. that I think that the hiding the gay part and having society, like you feel hated by society, whether you are or not. Mm. Like, there's, uh, we've never been as accepting of LGBT. Mm now in, in like human history as of now maybe in fucking rome or greece or something but still there are 14 year olds today who don't want to be like super fabulous openly because they're like it's still fucking yeah, difficult yeah because yeah. it's not normalized fully it's still difficult yeah mm-hmm. so i guess in 1968 we had no harvey milk we had no there yeah. was no civil rights revolution there yeah. wasn't yeah. it was yeah. the start of the, gay people. the the disco era and people yeah. being mm-hmm. Yeah, this is pre This is like, this yeah. is like Woodstock times. Different yeah. generation, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that learning how to lie and learning how to hide oneself all through your life, yeah, was was a practice ground for yeah. for Dammer and ended up giving him the skills to get away with shit. Yeah. Um. So what then about uh when he came back home? He's living with his granny and he's living uh with his dad in the motel, committing all these murders, committing the first murder, and not getting away with it. Like very quick off the fence. Like should he should he have been caught by that? Should his parents or his grandmother have caught him with that, or should like was it something as innocuous to get away with? Like he killed a hitchhiker that no one was missing. Like should somebody have caught that? I find I don't know. Is it easy to get away with? I think it's easy to get away with. I I find it fascinating that there's so much time between that and then the Milwaukee murders. Mm. It was kind of like it was testing it out. Whether somebody should have found out about out about it. He's a random hitchhiker. Not so much about that. I'm more surprised that nobody found out about the Milwaukee ones. Yeah, so yeah. many. Is you as well, Marcus? I'm. I would agree with you completely. Yeah, like I mean, the hitchhiker thing is definitely a crime of opportunity. Yeah. Um, like it's literally a hitchhiker. He saw them, strangled them, and then uh, you know, had had his jimmies over his corpse. Um, and very then, obvious crime. Like, but very obvious yeah. crime. But then also, um, after that. It was that kind of technique of dissolving the dissolving flesh and sm- bleaching and smashing up the bones. Practiced. You practiced. Practice. But it's, um, yeah, I, I think that like, it, you look at the actual circumstances of surrounding that where you had Joyce, the mad ma, who was off, fucked off with the brother. And you that's, had, what, that's what I'm saying. But, is that yeah, th- but, their responsibility for not minding no, him. They fucked off. I, and I think it's a case that, that like, they were too caught up in their own shit to yeah. see what was right, literally in their back garden. Yeah, um, definitely. Is and it and something it, that could have been prevented as well? Yeah, see, he, I think so, yeah. He was a joker in school. He was maybe a bit of a loner, but he was probably causing no real hassle yeah. that his parents just thought, no, Jeff is actually, like, he's just fine. He's, he's just an annoying he's nerd. He's just an, a, an annoying little nerd, but he's, you know, he's looking after himself he's grand he can totally totally because it's like, not like they can go on google and be like is my son a serial killer yeah, yeah. and yeah. also like the comparison is joyce who was clearly off the wall yeah, yeah. So, maybe, maybe overshadowingly so very much yeah. so yeah. yeah um very quickly then as well off the fence do you believe the two soldiers that said that jeff get, gave it to them in, in what was it bumland in germany bum bum holder bum holder yeah i don't know why they'd lie about it i don't know why they'd lie 
But um, also, I don't know if I believe them either. I, but I, I don't know if they'd lie. I, I do know. know why they'd lie. Uh, because James, because he's, a, he's a famous, <laughs> yeah. he's a famous, uh, he's a famous serial killer and <laughs> like people fetishize serial killers and they kind of like, do you know what? It's like, you know, they, they Dammer had fa- famously had loads of female fans sending them knickers in the post and all this stuff. What? And he was like, yeah. I'm a bummer. No use Soz to me. Girls. No use to me. Yeah. Wow. Super fangirls. Yeah. So like, you think that the men... He is gorgeous. Gorgeous. The men the, who came forward, you think that they're... I, I, not they're that, fan, like, I, don't, I don't think they were necessarily fanning, but it's definitely, do you know what? It's like, it doesn't match up with any part of his calling card. And yeah. it's like... And it, when they came forward, in two, one of them came forward in 2010, he would have been in his mid to late 50s. Like, there's no mid to late 50s man who's like... And then Jeffrey Dahmer bend me over a table, I tell you. It's like, uh, but you know what? It's like, like nobody's doing that shit. There's that two age. men. So it's yeah. not just one weird. It's not just one weirdo coming forward. It's two coming forward. Like, yeah. it's it, why would they lie about that? And what? Like, yeah. it would be very coincidental if both of them were equally fascinated and would lie about it. And it's a th- it's a th- over thirty year old crime. Like, why come forward now when he's dead for like yeah. nearly twenty five years? Were they looking for like? Is the story uncorroborated? Uh, did they come forward together? Did they know each mm-hmm. other? Were they stationed together? Is this a uh, is a money grab at this new true crime? Yeah, uh, like, are media they... Media wave, like... Are they looking for a podcast? That's yeah. the thing, maybe... Oh, they would They would definitely have gotten... Welcome a to lot the Bondholder podcast. A lot of money for features and newspapers yeah. and what, whatever, TV maybe shows. Just in his late 50s, looking for a few, Bob. You know? Yeah. I don't know, people are weird. The Bumholder podcast. The Bumholder are you podcast. going to listen to this, whether you like it or not? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, off the fence about uh, Mr. Scarver. Uh, obviously, he was mental. Yeah. yeah, like fucking Adbisi or something. Scarver's sure. a mental name as well. Yeah, yeah. Scarver. Is Scarver was he allowed in by the guards to get rid of Dammer because he was a prick? Yes. Or, yeah. Okay, well, I don't I think, think one hundred percent. I don't think there's a fence to get off. What's interesting is the other lad who yeah, got slapped around. Was yeah. he like maybe he was w- just lateral was he, damage? Was he? Yeah. Was it a case that he was lateral damage and it was like he, he was kind of the sacrificial lamb? I've heard other stories that Dammer had loads of friends in prison. Mm. And that Anderson was one of his friends. But yeah, I mean, like, clearly this was a prison full of mentals. I don't think it would, the, the guards let it happen, but I think maybe they turn a blind eye to shit like that. And it's just any jail. I think Scarver, like, took it on himself to go, like, you're a famous cunt and I'm going to end you. But Scarver was also in interviews being like, God told me to do it. Like, yes. Scarver is, like, clearly a deranged schizo lunatic lad yeah. who mm. has a big fucking 20 inch metal bar down his jocks yeah. and. And he, he also had that yoke out of the fucking. See, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm like guards are involved stumbles. here because yeah. how would he? How would he be allowed to just it's walk the, around prison with that? It's not a razor blade melted into a toothbrush. Like yeah. it's it's a fucking. But they were walking through the gym. All you have to do is pick up the thing. They were obviously trustees because they were cleaning the bathroom and but stuff. But obviously, then it was premeditated. Obviously, yes. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of sketchy stuff. Mm. I the question is, I don't think the guards let it happen. I think the scarver went. I'm gonna make this shit happen. And Fuck the guards Dammer. were like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's kind of the whole thing that in an interview people were saying that they they thought that maybe this uh, that they were put together because whatever happens happens. Like it's yeah. not that the guards made it happen, mm. but whatever happens Just let it happen. happens. Yeah, yeah. Wait, okay, wait, you, you nudge, swayed nudge, me. Nudge, I think yeah, stab, yeah, stab, yeah, yeah, maybe so. Well, if that's it dies, for Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, unlucky Dahmer. At least you're not going to get et because they turn you into dust. I think that's the thing he he has to be cremated so that no one would. 
Have take him. a skull and bleach it and paint it. Gas. Really? Of course. Try to turn him into a zombie. Yeah. Zombie. Are so, you the zombie? Try to get him back. So there's, you know, there's, there's a hold of Jeffrey Dahmer's body. Imagine what to do with it. You Jesus. Know? You know? But that's it for Jeffrey Dahmer for this time on Those Conspiracy Guys. Uh, we obviously have missed a load of stuff, a uh, load of the victim stuff. But I mean, I'm not going to. We don't need to fucking labor that shit. Little lads died. They were fucking chopped up in eight. But more than you need to know, uh, I'd just like to say thanks to the hot seat guests here, uh, Taz and Marcus from In The Shower Pod, at In The Shower Pod on Instagram and Twitter, at Marcus the DJ on Twitter, if you're going to get Marcus, at Taz Kelleher, K-E-L-L-E-H-E-R. On Twitter and Instagram. And uh, go check out their podcast if you want to get a much shorter, more condensed, very fact-heavy, it's congealed with facts, uh, just like it, the blood in the tray. Yes, the tray mm. blood. Uh, if you want to go and get a uh, 15 minute bursts of information, uh, hit that up on any of the good uh, podcast apps. Uh, do you have a good time, lads? It's crazy. Serious crack. They were was, like, <laughs> this, so was, this was great. Like, do you know what? Good I, laughs. It's kind of, I want to go watch a murder doc now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. binge listen to all your episodes, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to call the guards to just watch you. For yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just to see if some shit happens. No, I didn't um, say I wanted to murder a doc. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a slightly different thing. Uh, I've always wanted to be on a stethoscope. Uh, so that's it for those conspiracy guys. That's been Jeffrey Dahmer. Anything you want to, uh, you know, let me know if I forgot anything. Info at those conspiracy guys. We're on all the social media. And if you like the show, hit us up on Patreon. Uh, and roll up a fiver and throw it at me uh, up the internet so we can keep the lights on and tan the mugs. Uh, all that leaves me to do is say thanks to the lads. Uh, this has been us Conspiracy Guys. My name is Gordo. My name is Taz. My name is Jeffrey Dunn. No, my name is, Mar- <laughs> my name is Marcus. And we'll see you again the next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.